You're listening to a Count Out Podcast. If you're a woman over 40 dealing with hot flashes, insomnia, brain fog, moodiness, or weight gain, you don't have to accept it as just another part of aging. The experts at Midi Health know all these symptoms can be connected to the hormonal changes of menopause. And MIDI can help with safe, effective, FDA-approved solutions covered by insurance. 91% of MIDI patients get relief from symptoms within just two months. Book your virtual visit today at joinmidi.com. And welcome to Ring Post Radio, the only show that wakes up in the morning to give you not instant live reactions to the Royal Rumble, but like good, thoughtful. We slept on it. We we went into the lab. We've formulated the soups, and we've got hot piping takes for you. Is that anything? Is that is that enough of a preamble? And if you want hot takes on Royal Rumble and if they're too spicy, well guess what? We'll have cold takes on GCW Hammerstein. If that's not it's enough, cold. if you want something that isn't that is actually good, we'll give you takes on stardom. That's this that's yeah. that's not only an intro but also a table of contents for today's episode. I'm Ryan Knightsey. With me as always is Scotty Edwards. Scotty, how are you doing? I am doing wonderful. We get to talk about dog shit predictability and greatness today what's what's better than that it's a, if you shake it all up right if you shake it all up ryan mm-hmm. it's pro wrestling that's that's exactly what that is because if everything was great in pro wrestling then nothing would be great so it's it's these types of shows that remind you what great wrestling is and what bad wrestling is. Thankfully, we got one good one this week. But, oh, oh, Ryan, we have plenty of bad. Yeah, um, so I, I'm, a, I'm, a, I'm a film guy, right? You know, I both work in film. I, I watch a lot of movies. I have this book. It's actually right behind me. I'm going to grab it to you for you real quickly, Scotty. Uh, okay. I have this book Reading time with Ryan that I got it. for Christmas a number of years ago. Titled A Thousand and One Movies You Need to See Before You Die, right? That's pretty cool. And I'll get, I'll, and this tie, ties into wrestling, so bear with me. That's awesome. It's a giant normal book. Them yet? I've seen this many. Holy fuck. Oh, <laughs> sorry, sorry, sorry. <laughs> I've seen, I've, I've put a, I've put a little tab. If you can't see it, if you're, for the audio listeners, I've put tabs where I've seen movies. So, I mean, ASMR. Have I seen all of them? No. I mean, this looks like a lot of tabs, but certainly not a thousand and one. Probably like, that's probably like 56. (laughs) Yeah, it's 56 tabs. Uh, So, like, I've seen a buttload of movies. You know, let's just pull up one tab here. I've seen uh, Contempt. Is that anything from 1963? I've seen that movie. I have no idea where you're going with this. Uh, I've seen Willy Wonka and the Chocolate Factory. I'm just pulling up random ones. Classic film. Uh, So in this book, in this 1001 Movies uh, You Must See Before You Die book, um, there are not every movie in this book is a phenomenal masterpiece of art. 
right? Right. Because uh, I don't remember the specific. Oh, no, I do. I do. So not every movie in here is a specific great piece of art, not a masterpiece of cinema. Uh, there is, I, I, rem- I recall at least one movie specifically. It is called The Killing of a Chinese Bookie. Uh, it's basically like it's trying to be Chinatown, but just in the worst possible way imaginable. Mm-hmm. Um, this movie is in the book because it is trying to teach you. It's a it's a shitty movie, Scotty. It's an awful movie. It's way poorly edited. It's atrocious. That the the reason, and they describe it in the book. The reason it's on the list is because not only do you, as a film viewer, need to understand what great cinema looks like, you also need to understand what shit looks like, because that gives you enough of a under a full length understanding. And it's and it's not just shit. There's a movie in here that's uh, some people who might listen. I don't know if you know this, Scotty. Uh, there's a movie called Sallow or 120 Days of Sodom. Uh, don't look that up. Folks, don't look that up at all. Uh, I no, don't know I if you have to. heard that movie at all, Scotty. No, I'm I'm literally it's, doing it as we speak. Uh, it's a it's a NSFW warning. It's very graphic. It's a very graphic film, and the reason it's in there is because it's extremely graphic. It's like top ten list of most graphic movies of all time. Uh, <gasps> yeah, uh, don't look it up, folks. Uh, yeah, I watched that movie. Um, and the reason it's on that list is because it is important in some aspects to watch something like that. So what I'm getting to tie this all back to wrestling. It is important for as a wrestling fan to watch shit wrestling <laughs> to get an understanding of what shit is uh, and to properly give the criticism and critiques and to learn as a wrestling fan what uh, can be improved upon and what has been better. Uh, this is a long road to say all this, but it is what it is. Um, anyways. Well. Oh, we are, certainly watched news. a lot of shit this week. The good news is that we get to talk about it. And we get to make content with it. That's that's what WWE is, remember. A content company that happens to have pro wrestling, right? Yep. Right? Yep. Well, what we are is a podcast that is centered around the, uh, nope, pro wrestling. Thank God. That happens to have WWE. So I hope they are happy. Yeah, well, uh, it is what it is. So, of course, we're going to be talking about WWE first. Uh, We're also going to talk about some cold takes for GCW Hammerstein. And then we'll talk about, of course, Stardom Nagoya Supreme Fight uh, that I know Scotty was able to view. I was unable to view. So, for Scotty, at least you watched something that was very, very good, I hope. Yeah. yeah. Uh, I also watched... uh... Watched some good matches this week. That's good. That's good. Yeah, I hope I hope you were able to stay warm. Yeah, a little bit of a snowstorm up in up in Massachusetts there. Yeah, just a two foot blizzard. Yeah. <laughs> Wait, is it two feet? I didn't know it was yeah. two feet. Holy shit! That's nothing. Nothing. I had we had like three inches and 
the world had to be canceled in Atlanta. And Terminus was destroyed for it. Was it the state same storm? Probably not. Um, I don't know how storms work. Not a chance. Fair enough. Got it. <laughs> Um, well, I hope you're doing well, Scotty. I hope everyone at home is doing well. Uh, we certainly have a lot to talk about in terms of wrestling and in, in terms of decent stuff. We'll we'll get to it. Well, in terms of things, you know, we're not going to be. I don't think we'll be over. Oh well, we'll be partly overly critical. I try to be like. I don't want to like. I try to avoid dunking on things unless I have. No, it's time to bury everything. <laughs> Done. <laughs> Was it Alex calling you out for being too nice? Yeah, I was like, "What? Did you not hear me talk about NWA?" <laughs> if there's any, if there's any platform that allows Scotty to give off the dunking takes, it's Ring Post Radio. Sure is. Yeah, baby. I'm nice on everything else. <laughs> he, he, we throw flat. That's the other thing. We throw flowers when we are when we can, but we're, it's all about. You know, it's all about trying to be critical of your analysis. If you have, my whole thing is that if you have a reason as to why something sucks and you're able to articulate why something sucks, then it's valid. You know, uh, you can't, you, you know, you can't just be like throw it away because it's a negative review. Because if you throw away anything that's negative, then you just have wrestle joy and that sucks. Yeah, yeah, you know. Here's a positive. I didn't even like Beach Break. Yet, it's like the second best full show I watched this week. I wasn't that big of a fan, mm-hmm. but you know, thinking back, I was like, "Wow, it was a lot better than what I just watched." Yeah, no, I I definitely agree to there. It wasn't it wasn't like I wasn't like over the moon about Beach Break. I thought the opening ladder match was pretty good. I I was kind of I thought the beach the last lights out match was fine. Okay. I thought it could ha- definitely could have been better, but just the sheer amount of book endings that this past week of wrestling was is is insane. So let's I say let's get to it. Let's start off with the Royal Rumble. Of course, last night Royal Rumble took place out of St. Louis, Missouri. Um, I don't know what arena this is. Uh, what's uh, it was the Dome at America Center? Yes, yes, yes. The Dome you know at America Center. 44,000 in attendance to watch this show. Allegedly. Allegedly. Well, at least that's what Cage Match says. Basically a sellout. Basically yeah. a sellout for this for this. I thought it was a cool uh, venue. Yeah. I So that, that is the thing. It's like being able to have like these, quote, unquote, I'll say it, dome shows, which seems weird to say for WWE. Putting on these dome shows is very good move. For the, especially for these big pay-per-views, you know, Royal Rumble and WrestleMania it just makes everything feel bigger. Um, and obviously, they're still able to sell it out. So, you know, they're they're doing something right there. I guess. I don't know. I don't know what are they. What else are they doing? Um, Royal Rumble, of course, took place last night. Forty-four thousand attendance. Uh, let's start off. Did you? Let's get. I don't know how to start this, Scotty. I don't know how to start this because part of me is like, there there feels like a pressure on my shoulders to like really bury this show. Mm-hmm. It's getting critically dunked on everywhere I find. I have not seen a single positive review about this show anywhere. Anywhere. Well, to be fair, it doesn't deserve one. <laughs> <laughs> uh, okay. okay. I'll start off for us. Please. 
So, when the night peaks on the second entrance, <laughs> you know it's over. Okay? So, to set the scene for those who may not have watched it, God bless your soul. They kicked off with the universal title match. And I was like, oh, okay. Oh, shit. Here we go. Here we go. Roman Reigns, Seth Rollins. Why not? Setting the tone for the entire night. Starting off yeah. the match. We had the Tribal Chief. We had Seth freaking Rollins, as they like to say 27 times a night. And Mr. Seth comes out with the old Sierra, Hotel, India, Echo, Lima, Delta, Sheep. And I popped out of my mind. I was like, yes, great. I, you know, I love the shield. And then they had a really good 75% of the match, right? That's fair. I think that was, I think that's fair. Yeah. I, I would even say maybe more than 75. I would, I would yeah. ultimately say like 90% of the match was pretty yeah. good. It was, it was, it was fitting to what they've done in the past. Yeah. And then they had the finish of the guillotine and this DQ. And I was like, Um, the problem is that there's going to be no payoff to this, so it was useless. Like, they're not going to go back to Rollins Reigns right now. Maybe at SummerSlam? Big maybe. Who knows, man? Who, so, who freaking knows at this point? I thought this was the match of the night. Easy. Um, and the best part of the show until the end. Till the end. Oh, the end of the match. The end being uh, the Peacock logo coming up saying, oh, we'll be right back. <laughs> you know, I, I thought this match was pretty good. So Seth Rollins, of course, versus Roman Reigns. Um, to set the, ta- set the head of the table here a little bit. Of course, Roman Reigns. Uh-huh. Uh, walking out, Tribal Chief Seth Rollins comes out as the Joker, st- wearing the Shield getup. I don't know about you, but I I, I felt that this version of uh, Seth Rollins should have come out not in the Shield getup, but but some sort of leopard cheetah prince Shield getup. Uh, make that vest that was funny. Make that vest ugly as hell. Um, I thought that would be hilarious. Uh, get just get more chaotic with it. Why not? Who cares? Um. And, you know, you know, a little short build for this story. You know, of course, there's a lot of history with them, but the story itself had a short amount of build. And we get to it, and there is, like, references galore. We get the spear turning into the pedigree. We get the buckle bomb. We get the uh, the <laughs> the shield, shield bomb, bomb, which is really just a power bomb with one person. Um, uh, Batista, well-known for his shield bomb. Um uh, you know, we get all these things, a lot of references, a lot of callbacks, some good stuff, you know, methodical, like Michael Colex says for Roman Reigns, methodical, sure, 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 definitely, of course, of course, of course. And then you get to the, the, the ending where uh, Seth Rollins puts out his fists and he's like laughing maniacally. <laughs> and he's like, pound me, brother, uh, you know, uh, fist bump me, you know. Uh, and then Roman's just like incensed. He's like, "How dare! How dare you show me a fist at this time in a match?" How mumbling to himself, like doing all this theatrics. Then he slaps in the guillotine. It's like, "All right, Roman Reigns has had enough, right?" Uh, and then Rollins is dragging himself and Roman over to the ropes. 
Charles Robinson, Seth Rollins goes down, Charles, Charles Robinson checking on him. And this is like, to me, where the point the match got infinitely worse. Charles Robinson lifts his hand up and then holds it for like a little too long. And then just, it drops like immediately onto the ropes. It looks, to me, it looked like Charles just basically put his hand on the ropes. And I was like, what the hell, Charles? What kind of referee interference is this? And then you have, and then, and then you, and then you get Roman. He's sitting on it. He's sitting on the guillotine. I'm not letting go. And he doesn't let go. Charles calls for the disqualification. Seth Rollins wins by DQ. And then post-match, you get some chair shots by Roman replicating the shield breakup. This is yeah. the shield is no more, I guess. So whatever. Seth Rollins may have been the most over person on the show. That's there every week. Good like the, like good you qualifier. Be, you good qualifier. That he the crowd was into this match. The crowd was into him winning. And you know, they it helps it was the start of the show, but you know, they were trying to burn it down and every near fall, like the um curve stop near fall got the big time. That was really good. Mm-hmm. Crowd was in and I was and I wrote it I, I wrote the article this week about like how Rollins, you know, debatably is on the edge of another baby face boom for his career. He's a lot better as a baby face when it comes to his in-ring, I think. Um, he It just works well with him. Yeah. So, Rollins beating Reigns makes a lot more sense to me than anyone else right now down the line. Um, so, I guess they could always come back to it. Uh, but... Is what it is. Uh, this was. I can't. I'm not going to complain about this match because. No, it was a good match. Complain for another five. Yeah, is is a good match. I, ultimately, I think this is a good match. Where mm-hmm. do we? I mean, where do we go with Rollins? You know, who kind of knows up to this point? I think you know he's going to be probably part of the elimination chamber, probably for the WWE title or something at, in in, that place. Um, Roman's Roman obviously. You know, he this was. Act one of the Roman Reigns story uh, for for tonight for the Royal Rumble, so we'll we'll get to more of him, I guess, as the the night goes on. Um, you know, I, I thought it was very good. It just a shitty finish that, hindsight wise, was the first uh, drop in, in what be, what the show was to come and. Boy, howdy! Uh, not not a not a good start to the road to WrestleMania. I got a pretty pretty bumpy, pretty bumpy road to the WrestleMania. It appears, and, and, and it's not only that, Scotty, but it's just like this is like one of the big shows, right? And this is well, <laughs> well, it's pull. Um, anyways, uh, this is one of the big. <laughs> this is one of the big shows of WWE. It's like it is like Easter for for uh, wrestling fans, and by that I mean uh, Catholics go to actual church on Easter because they don't go to a church anywhere else or any other week. That's a Catholic joke, anyways. Kind of bombed the joke off, sweating me over here. Uh, 
but uh, Royal Rumble is. I'm like, legitimately sweating, which is why I'm taking the sweatshirt. Oh, ooh, ooh! I thought this. This is. I didn't realize this is Ring Show, Ring Post Radio Nights. <laughs> taking off the hoodie, taking off the hat. Oh yes, oh, Scotty. This show's canceled. Um. Uh, so like this show brought in you're gonna you're gonna have a huge audience for the show, right? Well, your biggest audience you probably could have all year is the Royal Rumble, and it's just like the fucking goose egg that was laid. Like that's gonna be the theme of today's episode for Ring Post is biggest audience possible. Oh, hopefully not for our show, but biggest possible audience, uh, biggest letdown possible. Um, Here's the thing for WWE. They can easily move on. They'll be fine. Yeah. They're always going to be fine. Yeah, that's true. They can have the biggest dud. And by the way, these rumbles were terrible. I'm going to say that. Yeah. But they're not the worst ever. The Roman Reigns one exists. Oh, the 2015? Yeah, Mm -hmm. and that is the worst Royal Rumble of all time. The way they ended that, awful. Just terrible. I think, uh, I think this was maybe one. I think this is the worst women's Royal Rumble. It is. Yeah, I agree. Which let's get to that now. The women's Royal Rumble was next, of course. Fun little stat for you, Scotty. Uh, half of the women's Royal Rumble participants were either inactive wrestlers or working for another company. It's it's, you know, it's almost like they released too many. And had no other fucking option. You know, we know they asked the Iconics to come in. You fired them no, months ago. Well, they fired Mickey James, too, but, you know, some people have standards. <laughs> and I just sat there watching this. I was like, this is not only sad, but why am I supposed to care about these people? I never cared about Summer Rae. Mm-hmm. I never cared about Cameron. I never cared. Why am I going to care now that they're coming back? These aren't legends. They're fucking shitty wrestlers. Yeah, that laundry list of quote-unquote legends, of course, was Alicia Fox. Sporting some news. Hey, Alicia, Alicia Fox at least had a championship reign. She had championship reign. Sporting some sleeves like that. Yes. Uh, Brie Bella, Cameron, uh, Ivory, which that was a surprise. But uh, it was like we talked about in the pre-show. It was kind of just a good surprise, but like, sure, yeah, okay, that's fine. Uh, Kelly, Kelly, Lita, we already kind of knew about, but still, don't, I'm not kind of not sure what's happening with her. Uh, Melina, NWA's Melina, Michelle oh, McCool, Impacts, Mickey James. You said something. I don't know if we're gonna talk about Lita again. Lita versus Britt Baker would have been fucking horrible. <laughs> Lita, Lita did not look good in this match. She did not look good. She, she, she needed to. I mean, she's not young. No offense. No, she was. Mm, did she need to? Well, the the royal this Royal Rumble match needed her to look good. And if they're teasing, this Royal Rumble needed a lot. Yeah, Ryan. Uh, yeah, yeah, that's true. Uh, Michelle McCool, Mickey James from Impact, Molly Holly, uh, Nikki Bella, Sarah Logan showed up. Sony Deville. If you count her as inactive, Summer Ray. Yeah, not a lot of also returns either. Uh, I don't remember the last time we saw Shayna Baszler. Does that count as a return? Uh, she was on SmackDown, I learned. Oh, is she on SmackDown? This, this past week, she was on SmackDown. Oh, she, um, was, she lost, she to, she lost to Naomi in 30 seconds. 
She also has a new theme song that's trash. So that's cool. So we got 15 inactive other company wrestlers. And you have so many more people on the shelf that we have no idea what's happening with them. Bailey not there. Asuka not there. You don't know what's happening with any of these people. I don't know what's happening with any of these people. You fire so many people. Mickey James, you you call up Mickey James, say, hey, can you come in? She says, sure, but I want to come in with the Impact title. That's fine. You call up the Iconics to get two more people to get some sort of forbidden door or whatever. Country. Sorry, not the Iconics. The um, uh, where it'll be gotten. What are they? Inspiration. Um, you call up the Inspiration, right? More like the Midspiration. And they're just like, no, we're good. We're, we're just oh, good. No pop. That's the shame. Scotty. What are the odds WWE called up more people that they fired? A hundred percent. I don't know. <laughs> do you There's think? Do you think, do you think Tegan Knox got a call? Do you think Tony Storm got a call? No. Do you think? No, do you think those Athena are two got talents people actually like? They only call people that they liked, not that people like that they liked. Well, Tegan if they Knox like these people, shot. why cut them in the first place? Well, they liked them enough. But not too much. Uh, okay, okay. Let's talk. About, let's just talk one in trouble. Let's get. Let's get the obvious out of the way. Ronda Rousey came back. She won the match. The right choice, by the way. Yeah, I'm going. This is. So these are my hot takes of the show. There's right choices, and the point of the Royal Rumble is to have the main eventers of the Royal, of the of WrestleMania win these matches. These two are main eventing night one and night two. Oh. That one. Yeah. They're going to main event night one and night two. So that that's fine. I don't care. Like, great. Uh, the, the two biggest names they have right now. So that's, you know, again, fine, whatever. Mm-hmm. But the matches were bad. Ronda didn't look very good. Now, I'm not going to fault her. Uh, you know, she'll probably be fine by WrestleMania, you know, because she's, ath- she's an athlete. She probably got called like two weeks ago. and She's like, yeah, I'll come back. Because she didn't have her normal gear on or anything. Like, she just had jeans and a shirt. She looked her, uh, look, She looked awful. <laughs> she looked, she looked she like her mom. That's true. <laughs> like, she, that's true. what she she's doing. Like so, which is fine. But you know, her wrestling wasn't great, but I think you know, by WrestleMania it should be fine. That's true. I can but you have an entire real roster that you pay day in and day out, right? Mm-hmm. And the biggest problem, this was more in the men's match, it was is that evident very well in both matches, but definitely in the men's as well. But the problem is none of them are getting reactions. Not a single one. You have Bianca Belair and Sasha Banks. They're getting reactions. Of course they're getting reactions. They're two people you care about, so that's why the fans are going to care about them. Right? But when you have all these legends that no one gave a shit about back then, why am I going to give a shit about them now? You know, No offense to Lita. People like Lita. You know, they they present her as a legend because mm-hmm. she was. Yeah. But 
Summer Rae. I'm going to keep bringing up the Summer Rae thing. I'm sorry. Because uh, I keep forgetting Cameron was in it. God bless. Uh, these people weren't legends. They were just, okay, we need to fill this Royal Rumble because we released too many people, and we don't want to use NXT anymore. That was a big reason this these two Rumbles sucked. They killed NXT. And NXT used to provide the best surprises of these matches. The best for the past five years or so. Sure. Give or take. Sure. Or just the idea that, oh, you know what? Someone from NXT might show up. You didn't have that feeling this year. You didn't have it actually happen at all. Exactly. But you didn't have that feeling anyways. Some people thought. Walter was going to show up. Sorry, Gunther. You, you, yeah, you thought that, that maybe, maybe in the men's match there would be like one or two yeah, people. And, right. But admittedly, who on the women's roster of NXT was going to show up in this? Mandy Rose? Io Shirai. Io Shirai, maybe? You know? But, Priscilla Kelly? Gigi Dolin? Maybe? I mean, they could have had these people, but who else was ready? Raquel, I guess, maybe. Raquel? That's not a bad... Well, if you bring up Raquel, then Vince is going to get her claws on Raquel and bring her up to the main roster. Good. That means no one has to watch her. Dakota Kai? Come back to the roster? The Rumble? Dakota Kai had like four again. tryouts yeah. and got sent back down. Yeah, Dakota so. Kai is not going to the main roster ever. As long as Vince is in charge. She had another tryout this past week. Yeah. She keeps getting the, bumped up and then always getting shot down. Well, I don't know why people yeah. still think that she's going to the main roster. She hasn't gone to the main roster yet. She's not going to, guys. It's and, and I and does, I don't like it. I, and I'm not saying that's a good thing. I'm saying that no. sucks and I hate it. If she does, she's going to be in catering, and then she's going to get released. And I'm I'm not trying to be mean, but this is the truth. This is what we just watched. This is why this Royal Rumble was made up of people that haven't wrestled in five years at least. This. And, is so evocative of what the women's division is in this company. Mm-hmm. Like there are, obviously we'll talk about the men's thing. They're, they're not building up anyone. They're not building up a single soul and they have to bring in Ronda Rousey and all of her baggage into the spot to win. Yeah, I agree. Is, was Ronda a draw back in the day when she was wrestling? I don't remember. I remember she was over in the company, but I don't remember if she was like a draw, right? Um, and it's hard to argue because they WWE's been on a decline for a while. But yeah. I don't recall if she was a draw. But she's a, she's a big enough she's a big enough mainstream star to to uh, to be in this spot, right? Right. Yeah. Uh, Charlotte Flair was never going to win. She's the champ. No. Nope. I like the idea of her winning. I think that's different, but WWE doesn't doesn't want to do no. that. Doesn't want no, to do we different. don't need more Charlotte winning. Yeah, I, I agree. We don't need Charlotte winning, but I'm just saying that I thought that would have been more fun to have the champion win. Sasha Banks was number one, which didn't look good, but then got just like dumped out by Queen Zelina. Yeah, she was gone by number eight. Yeah. That was also their problem last night. They had the most anticlimactic elimination yeah. for people that were actually cared about. Sasha and AJ Styles, most specifically. Sasha, Sasha especially more than AJ Styles, I would yeah. say. Because Sasha, 
because they didn't have Bailey or Asuka or any of these like bigger name stars in this rumble, Sasha being thrown out early made, made, it, made it so that there was just this big section, middle section of the Royal Rumble where there was no big stars. Except for Bianca. Except for Bianca, which... It was Bianca pretty much the entire time until well, uh, Charlotte came out. And also, by the way, we're not, we haven't even said Rhea Ripley. She was in that section, well, and no, we're not. Said, no, even mentioned bigger her. stars. Yeah, we're, she's not because that's what I'm saying. That's my point. She's not a star. Rhea Ripley's not a star. She should be. She should be. She's not. She's not. I would argue, my opinion, Bianca Blair's in this company not a star. She's popular, sure, but t- w- does this company see her as a star? I think so. I di- I no, I disagree completely. I think they definitely see her as a star. Outside of the Becky thing, they've kept her very protected. Now I'm pulling up cage match here. Prove my point. Let's look at these matches. She beat Dujop like three weeks in a row. I think, yeah. <laughs> that's, I, I don't know what's going to gonna happen here. Let's see. Let's see. Let's see. Outside of all the Becky matches, she's pretty protected. She at least doesn't get pinned in multi-people matches either. I would, I mean, I would agree that Becky, that Bianca Blair is higher than Liv Morgan and Dewdrop, but she's the second biggest star on Raw for women's. But look, and if that's true, look how they treated her with the Becky Lynch. Becky Lynch, the real star, comes in and destroys her. You know, like that, like she's, I don't know, man. I don't think Becky Lynch is building up. Becky Lynch as champion is not building up this promotion. Not this promotion, this division. No. no, They miscast Becky. Yeah. You know, we've been over this. She shouldn't be a heel. And, oh, you felt the last night. No one cares right now. Mm-hmm. Uh, well, there was other things happening during that match. Yeah. <laughs> to be fair. Fire. <laughs> the fire and following a Royal Rumble is tough to do. Yeah. Tough spot. So. So yeah, uh, Royal Rumble match stunk. Women's match stunk. Stunk. Uh, they Melina comes in at number two. Big surprise, big pop. Everyone's excited about Melina. She does the splits. Everyone loves it. Then she gets like eliminated in like two seconds by Sasha Banks. Mickey James comes out with the Impact title. I'm just I'm just going through news points. Mickey James comes out with the Impact title. Lasts pretty long. Gets a couple eliminations, I believe. Hmm. Uh, I don't even know how many she got. Maybe. Did, did she, she get got, any? Did she get any? I don't think she got any. She got one elimination. She, she eliminated Michelle McCool. Showed up. Good use. By the way, good political use of Mickey James, right? Eliminates Michelle McCool. They got rivalry, and also she's not hi- hired by the company. And then gets sure. eliminated by Lita, another legend, and also doesn't kind of really not a full time wrestler. Does she get an impact knockouts championship match now? I believe so. I believe the rules of the Rumble are that if you eliminate the champion, uh, then you get a title shot on a different promotion. Impact would love that, you know, because they're kings of not pushing their own talent. I'll talk about this also more. <laughs> well, they push them, and then and then they're like, hey, what about Moose, though? <laughs> <laughs> to be uh, fair to Moose, they've had him forever, but, like... <laughs> They had this great run with Deanna, and then they're like, ah, well, shit, Mickey James is here now. We've got to give her the title. Yeah. 
I had that thought the other day about how Kenny Omega's title reign was meant reigns were meant to put over Adam Page, Josh Alexander, and El El Hijo del Vikingo. Yeah. And I was just like, man, that guy's great. And then and then and and only one of those (laughs) happened. (laughs) The problem was they had to give it to Hangman first. Like Hangman had to be the first person to beat him. Yeah. But by then his body was done. Yeah. It was uh it was what it is. Um, this is such a depressing show. So it's let's depressing continue. Show. I mean, that's the thing. It's like, do we want to talk? Like people like expect like dunking takes, right? But it is just like, how do you dunk a show that is just? It's not funny bad, and we'll get to funny bad. But it, it's not. It's not funny bad. It's like it's so emblematic of what this company is. You get, you know, popular internet faction Sarah Logan and Liv Morgan back together. There's tears. They're happy. I couldn't care less. And then they get promptly eliminated by the stars, the Bella Twins. Who get? It's it's just it's it happens in the Men Rumble Rumble too. It's like ooh, maybe some future star people and Liv Morgan. Nah, screw you. Get out of here. Men's Rumble is when my takes come in because the Women's Rumble. I feel like we all knew it wasn't gonna be good. Like think about it. You you saw the lineup. Like they announced all these legends yeah we knew you know we were excited oh we get to see these people but really were we were we i didn't give a shit no offense to them but it's not like they were bringing back i mean lead is cool Lead is cool lead is cool but like they weren't bringing back trish and aj lee and Paige and like all these people that like you don't expect to see? No, they brought Summer Ray. I'm gonna keep saying it. They brought Summer Ray. Oh, but no, Cameron. No, but we gotta stand Summer Ray because she ran to the ring right as she crossed the camera, just going like, "F you," and just ran right yeah. to the ring. <laughs> you gotta stand yeah. that. That's that's great. I love that shit. I uh, let's let's keep I'm, let's keep it rolling. Let's yeah. keep it rolling. I don't think I don't think we want to dive. Oh well, let's, before we get going off of it though, we gotta talk about the. Uh, our predictions, the game, oh, the more, yes. most important thing about this entire show. Yeah. Um, so we had uh, we did a little game of predictions. Um, let's go through and see if we were at all correct, Scotty. To be fair to us, the Ronda Rousey thing was announced after our recording. Yeah, so it was impossible for us to know that. Uh, yeah. So winner, we both said Bailey, I believe. God, I wish it was Bailey. No Bailey. I miss Bailey. I miss this Bailey. Ro- this this company misses Bailey. She's one of the most charismatic people they have. Yeah, the two other biggest stars, I would say both over Bianca Belair, are Bailey and Asuka, and they were nowhere to be seen. Where is Asuka? Where is no Asuka? one knows. She's just back in Japan, just chilling, waiting for COVID to go. I don't think over. so. I really don't because she was like very content being here in America. There's a reason she came here. Yeah. I think they just have nothing for. Um, first in, second in, I said Lita and Shotzi. Got double X's there. Now, to be fair, I said second in was Shotzi, and second to last was Shotzi. So I also said second in was Shotzi. So there's there's something there. Who'd you say is first in? Rhea Ripley. Mm. I, Sasha Banks was also not announced for the Rumble at the time. So. That is true. That is true. 
Um, uh, longest. I said Bianca Belair, which happened to be true. So that's one point I for me. I also said Bianca Belair. It's one point for Scotty. Remember, again, we should reiterate what's on the line here. Yeah. Oh, yes. I'll remind everyone. So if someone gets one of their numbers right, they get a prize. But most importantly, one of those whoever has the Royal Rumble number spots. Right. But most importantly, whoever gets the most superlatives wrong, aka they sucked at guessing, they they have to watch the five worst cage match matches on a live watch along mm-hmm. here mm-hmm. on the count out Twitch. That's true. Which is very entertaining. Which uh, because that means you have to watch Kane and Undertaker versus DX, <laughs> uh, Lawler versus Cole at WrestleMania. Shocker, that's that's Lawler that is number one. That is the worst one. Um, so we both said Bianca Belair. <laughs> uh, most eliminations. I said Michelle McCool. <laughs> I said Charlotte Flair. Charlotte Flair is correct with five eliminations. Good on <laughs> her. Um. 30. 30th. I said Flair, which was incorrect. It was, in fact, Shayna. Who did you say? I said Alexa Bliss. N- Again, not in this Rumble. Where's Alexa Bliss? Hasn't she been teased to return on Raw? I think so. Like she's been doing segments on Raw? They didn't she? put any of their stars in this. Yeah. <laughs> like like, like the people they consider stars they didn't put them in the match like we're we're here complaining about like not it's not just that they're not building new stars but they have three stars waiting in the wings that they're just not using yeah there's gotta be something else or something's happening because they're just like nah not yet (laughs) i don't know what are we doing (laughs) what are we doing uh final four needed ivory out there to yell sorry Who are your final four? Bailey, nailed it. Alexa Bliss, nailed, nailed it. it. Bianca Belair, eh? One, yeah, yeah, yeah. And Lita, and Lita, which was a no, I believe. No. The final. Who were your final? Who was the final four? It was. Uh, I believe it was Ronda, Charlotte, Bianca, and Shayna. 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 Uh, I said Bailey, Belair, Ripley, and Morgan. I thought I thought the company was higher on Morgan than I thought. <laughs> Apparently, it was just a, a point. What was a just one-off title reign, title match? Uh, numbers: pick two, one yourself, the other randomize. Uh, the number I picked was seventeen, which was uh, Charlotte Flair. Ha- great number, great you had number, a great pick. number. Second, two great numbers, two great numbers. Scotty, who were what was your pick? What was your pick? At 24 and 26. 24, Nikki Bella. Not too bad, touch. not too bad, but definitely not gonna win. And what was the other one? 26, yeah, Lita. Not too bad either, not bad, not, not bad, bad names. But I had 17, like I said, Charlotte Flair, and 28, Ronda Rousey. I win, baby. Woo! Sabu style. Got the number. Got the I number. That. I get a prize. What is the prize? Did we ever decide the prize? Yeah, we said a hook beanie. Do we say? Do we say that hook beanie? Do those exist? Yeah, they do. It just yeah, says hook on it. <laughs> yeah, baby. Can't wait. I can't wait. I well, just wait a few minutes because everyone gets a hook beanie. 
<laughs> Spoiler alert. Um, men's. We'll get to the men's, I guess. Uh, Becky and Dewdrop was not good. But to be fair to them, there was a sign on fire, and the <laughs> sign was the WrestleMania sign. It was on fire. Everyone was paying attention to that. Everyone was evacuated for that. Hell, even Becky Lynch was paying attention to that. She turned her head so many times. She's like, what is happening? Yeah. Where are all those people going? Yeah. Uh, which is fair. Which is probably terrifying, uh, by the way. Yeah. So I'm not going to blame them for this being a snooze fest, even though it was always going to be a snooze fest. That just did not help them. They followed the Royal Rumble. One, terrible anyway. Crappy slot for them. Two, Dewdrop is not pushed enough to for people to care. No offense. Yep. Three. There was a sign on fire <laughs> that that they had to lower the entire sign, evacuate people out of the way, put out the fire, and then put it back up. They had to do all of that while the match was happening. So like the entire crowd's not into it because it's like, what is happening over there? Yeah, how were they supposed to be? Yeah, this match was not too great. I mean, it was it was okay. It, it was wasn't fine. bad. It wasn't. I'll bad. give them that. It was certainly fine. Uh, but I thought, everything I thought, just drained it. Do you think Dewdrop performed enough to be considered a, a future star? A future star? No one is going to be compared to a future star. We just said this. Yeah, no. They're not even using their real stars. Did she surpass Liv Morgan? No. I thought the ma- <laughs> I thought this match was better than Liv Morgan's and Becky Lynch's. I, maybe. I mean, the reaction was so bad. Yeah. Like, a lot of a match goes based off reaction. At least Liv Morgan got reaction. This was like, oh, who cares? I, I almost, The match itself was fine. I would like for them... Finish. I would like just out of good graces and to get a really good sense of what was supposed to happen, I would like this match to get like one of those classic rematches on Raw the next night. I pro- they probably will. I think they honestly. should just because, you know, because of the situation about the match. I, there's I nothing there's nothing storyline-wise that makes sense of why they would do that, but they should just do it. I think they could have a pretty good match. Well, they had one, and it was it was fine. But let's. But maybe, fine. maybe if no sign distractions, yeah. yeah. If no sign distractions, maybe it would be better. Yeah, uh, the finish was cool. Top rope, uh, rock bottom. Manhandle slam. Excuse me, sir. She called it the rock bottom on her interview with uh, Stone Cold, so I can call it the rock bottom. Fair enough. Fair enough. WWE title match: Bobby Lashley versus Brock Lesnar. During the match, you know, good, hard-hitting match. Brock uh, is, I would say, maybe 60-40 Brock. You know, Bobby Lashley's getting in some getting in some hits, doing some damage. The opening, like, five minutes was really good. Yeah, very, very good like, stuff there. When, when Bobby german Brock the first time, yeah, I was like, oh, my God, Brock, what are you doing? <laughs> <laughs> and he just was, like, rolled over and started laughing. I was like, that probably hurt. Yeah. Um, that was cool. Like them exchanging Germans and being like, okay. Um, and then, you know, Brock started to do the thing where he just kind of dominates and then Roman came in and Roman comes out. He, uh, well, the referee goes down, yes, allowing Roman to come out. He attacks in the worst 
forced ref bump I've seen in a very long time. Very, very House of Torture ref bump style. Hey, hey. I'll just I'll just toss that out there. Evil didn't deserve that one. That's fair. That's fair. Um, uh, but yeah, so ref goes down. Roman comes out, beats up Brock, turns to Paul Heyman, who hands him the WWE I title. I like that. I will get. I'll say the little turn of like Paul rejoining Roman mm-hmm. and be like, "Oh yeah, this was all a ruse." I liked that part. Mm-hmm. Act Act Two is unveiling in front of us of the Roman Reigns story saga tonight. He also. This was a little tidbit that I noticed. So after Roman did the spear, he did the, like, thing like that. And I was like, hmm, it's very rock of him. So, yeah, this guy. I thought it was was very Sean Spears of him. All right, see ya. (laughs) I can't believe you just said that. I can't believe Sean Spears does the same thing, man. Oh, my God. Ryan Knighty, favorite wrestler, Sean Spears. Ten, baby. (laughs) He's never had a five-star match, let alone a ten-star match. That's true. That's true. Um, or four. But yeah, so uh, yeah, so 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 then Roman beats him up. He Paul joins Roman Reigns yet again. The Bobby wins. Hello. And Bobby wins. Bobby Lashley Good for wins. Bob, though. I like Bob. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Obviously, you know, we're protecting Brock still because uh, it's not a clean He's finish. Is Brock at the end of the day? You know, but uh, it is a pin. He did he did hold his own, I would say, in the match for what it was. He tossed Brock Lesnar on his freaking neck, so that was cool. That's cool. The Germans were fun. Uh, the Spears were fun. You know, it was good until they had to get to the point where we have to beat Brock somehow, which is kind of how it always goes. And do they have a better match than them? Absolutely. If they ever actually want to let them go, um, of course you have to accept that Brock's winning that one. But yeah, maybe someday. It is very interesting because you can really tell who's like a good wrestler uh, on in the first ninety percent of a match. You yeah. know what I mean? And it's like, oh man, this is this is them as a wrestler: Seth Rollins, Bobby Lashley, Brock. You know who they are as a wrestler. And then when you get to the last five minutes of story, it's like, okay, whatever. You just yeah. throw it away at this point. Yeah. Brock's really good, by the way. Brock is like, great. I love Brock. I, I feel like we have to remind people of this. Brock Lesnar, there's a reason he's one of the greatest of all time. Like, when this dude is willing to sell for his opponent, he's, one, like, the best seller in the business. Yeah. Uh, two, he just makes everything feel more important. You know, like those Spears and that German, he made Bobby feel like, oh, he's on his level. And I liked that a lot. Yeah. Big credit to Big Rock. Yeah, B-Rock, as I like to call B-Rock. it. Um, WWE title, do you have any idea what's going to happen with that at WrestleMania? WWE doesn't, apparently. No, my guess is they give it to Seth. At WrestleMania? Yeah, it's, I I said this before the show. I think you do Seth, Kevin, and Bobby. I don't know. I think they might do Kevin, Damian Priest. But yes, either Gross. way, I think I think either way they'll do. I think I agree oh the match. Never yeah. mind. I thought you meant Damian Priest in the WWE title match. I was like, oh no. no. 
I think I think we're I think we're gonna get a WB title elimination chamber match. Yep. Um and Bobby Lashley wins, but Seth does something that pisses off Bobby or whatever, and that's how we get into WrestleMania. It's fine. Yeah. No long term stories here. But I think Seth is over. Seth is over. Seth is liked. Seth is enjoyed. Which good for him that he got back to that level. I never knew if he would. Yeah, the gimmick's over. I mean, the gimmick is supposed to be a heel gimmick. So is it is it over in the right sense? Maybe no. But over is over? I don't know. Over is over. Mixed tag team match. Beth Phoenix and Edge defeating the team of Maurice and the Miz. <laughs> Scotty, you fell apart as I was reading this. Um, at least the match is only 12 minutes. So that's an improvement from day one. I saw some people say, can we say... Edge's return has been a failure. I don't think a failure, but I think he's had more misses than hits. Yes, not all of them are his fault. <laughs> uh, you put him in two matches against the Miz, and I know why they had the mixed tag because you know Edge and Beth probably won the team once they you know went and saw their kids in the front row, so yeah. that's fine. Did it need to be on the Royal Rumble? No, did not. But it's fine. But yeah, he's definitely had more misses um, than hits. I don't remember anything from this match. I don't remember a single spot. I remember Maurice's boob almost fell out. Mm, nice. Good. Uh-huh. Good job, Scott. I remember that they did a double spear at the end. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And then they did the double glam slam. Yeah, 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 yeah. The match wasn't good. Edges and looked edges look hard. That looked like a hard bump from Ed for uh, the edges glam slam thing. Yeah, that was, yeah. <laughs> he, he kind of brought him and just instantly dropped him. Yeah, he threw him his down. Him. I was like, Jesus Christ, man. <laughs> yeah, uh, the match wasn't good. Not that I expected it to be good. I thought it was fine. Another a lot of the show was just fine, and that's like it's harder for me to give like a take on something that's fine. Oh, see, I'll just say it was bad. That's fair. Speaking of bad, Men's Royal Rumble's next, of course. Brock Lenzer, of course, is your big old winner. Coming in at number so, 30, losing the title. And this is Act 3 of the Roman Reigns saga. Brock Lenzer wins. We're all expecting Brock versus Roman at WrestleMania now. Either night yeah. one, night two. Who cares? Uh, get ready, folks, for a stupendous main event. So, Ryan. Yes. Would you like to discuss how... This is the first time since the how many releases have they had? Four, five over the since the last oh, many, Royal Rumble how many batches of releases. Yeah, this is the first time that I think I really sat there. Now the woman's yes, you really felt. But in the this this time, you got to sit there and see the ones on the roster still. Yeah, and how much no one gives a shit about them. You have your stars with Brock and Drew and Kevin. Randy. Randy. Randy was very over, but AJ, of course. AJ. AJ. So those people are over. Bad Bunny. Well, Bad Bunny's a different case, but yes. It's over. Over like Rover. Almost everybody else gets zero to no reaction, which is worse than booed or cheered. Or booze. Like if they're if they're 
if they're baby faces and they get booed, at least there's a reaction there. Mm-hmm. They got nothing. Yeah. This was a quiet rumble because people were waiting for surprises and all they got was Shane McMahon. Well, Bad Bunny was a surprise. And McIntyre was a surprise, too. Bad Bunny was cool. Drew got a good pop. Well, because he, he, um, he was a legit surprise. Because, like, you know, reports yeah. were that, like, even, you know, they, they kayfabe the injury a little bit. But, like, he was apparently legit injured, allegedly. Yeah, like, there was a question at one point if he would make it back for Mania. Yeah. And Which, it was just like, oh, what the? He's here? How did he get back so quick? <laughs> like, that doesn't yeah. make any sense. They gave him a big spot. He was final two in the Rumble, so good for him. He's still, you know, in that main event tier. Um, they have that match with Roman coming down the line. Mm-hmm. But, mm-hmm. yeah, if you watch this Rumble from beginning to end, you just realize how gutted their roster is, how WWE has released every wrestler that people gave a damn about. Jeff Hardy, Keith Lee. Like, I'm just thinking of people from the past couple Rumbles. That have got great pops and great reactions. Mm-hmm. Bray Wyatt. Nothing felt more evident, Bray Wyatt, than not having Daniel Bryan anymore. This was the first show I watched, and I was like, wow, he's not here. And they so badly needed him. Like, they need him so – not that it would matter. But he was one of their real – legitimate stars and he really did just leave his self so yeah it was bad yeah braun the almost braun. shit sucked too braun was another one yeah this uh this one stunk too so of course you know you you got a bunch of people in there you had a couple surprises with shane mcmahon showing up uh, uh, we of course uh, eulogize. It was his his the day of his grandmother's passing, um. So we have to eulogize that. Um, Drew McIntyre is a, a big surprise, like a big shoot surprise. Bad Bunny, the teased him, teased that he was there at social media, uh, and then he showed up in the actual ring. Uh, hairdressers around the world rejoiced seeing Bad Bunny. Um, uh, but yeah. Shinsuke was also back, so that was cool. Johnny Knoxville gave a uh, Shibata-like elbow to AJ Styles. Johnny Knoxville might have been my favorite part. Mm -hmm. Because he went in there to get beat up, and that was pretty entertaining. And then we moved on. Um, Other news items from this show, I don't... You know, hey. you, you know, you know, from this rumble, you know, oh, Kofi Kingston, Kofi Kingston yeah. comes in. They're hyping up the Kofi Kingston. This is like his 20th rumble or some shit. They're hyping, hyping him up. And they're like, oh, yeah, this man, human highlight reel. He immediately does some stuff with Owens and then he jumps off the ring, off the top rope or whatever, flies onto the barricade. I believe Naomi did this spot a while ago, I think from the steel steps. Maybe there's a reason why she did it from the steel steps, not the top rope. Who knows? This was an insane attempt. Insane attempt and whiffs it. Immediately touches both feet on the floor. I don't know who doesn't whiff that. <laughs> like the maybe maybe, maybe, Kofi, got, maybe Kofi ten years ago. Yeah, I mean the amount of height he older. got. The guy's older. He yeah. was asking a lot for him to do that. 
so that was just another reason this didn't work. Like that was always a guaranteed spot pretty much every year, but he just couldn't do it this time. Yeah. Uh, that was disappointing. And apparently, uh, according to, uh, reports online, I believe Sean Ross had maybe said this, but apparently he was supposed to have some stuff to do with big E. Yeah. Um, big E comes in, does some things, and gets, again, eliminated. gets eliminated to be fair to that elimination. I think part of that was supposed to have like the Kofi Kingston stuff involved. So I think that was part of why that, that elimination stunk. But I think at this point we can all firmly say that uh, Biggie is just a dude. Now he have also yep. apparently before the rumble got quietly moved over to the SmackDown roster. So that means he's just going to be, he's not in the universal title picture. He's not in the WWE title picture. Co- while we're waiting for Xavier Woods to come back, it's just Big E and Kofi Kingston. Yep. He's just a tag team dude yet again. Yep. It's the Kofi Kingston story. It's the uh, Big E story. I, I, I mean, I don't know what we're expecting. You know, not like a stupendous gr- uh, reign for, for Big E. Um, but in terms of like draw or whatever. But and booking it was also not necessarily the greatest, I would say. Um, and then he, he it's, he's just promptly dude status achieved again. I look again. forward to what they're going to do when they don't have the Brock Lesnar of the world anymore. <sighs> they're going to be in trouble. I, yeah, like what's the point? Like you piss off Brock, you're screwed, right? Or like yep. Brock's just like, no, I'm good. It's like, what do we do? Like they have. Brock will get to that point. To go back to your point from earlier, they got nobody. This this match suffered from just a lot of nobodies, a lot of tag team dudes, just a lot of like nothing really too special. Lack of star power. Rick Boogs that cut was, his hair. You, you know, with the women's match and how they didn't include a lot of their stars. The men's division just uh, they don't have stars. Yeah. Biggie should have been. Should have been but they treated him like a nerd. Drew McIntyre's a star. I'll give him that. But we didn't know he was going to be in this, so good surprise. Yeah. Kevin Owens, people like him, but is he a star? No, he's a mid to main eventer. Mm-hmm. He's a cha- He's mid a title card, challenger. Not, he's a title challenger. Yeah, he's not a I, When I say mid, I mean he's not mid. I like Kevin Owens. AJ Styles is a star. He kicked it off. Randy Orton's a star. Randy Orton's a star. All these people are 40 years old or older, pretty much. Yeah. Also, remember this that. Is a, this is an old-ass roster that is not making any new stars anytime soon. And when I say, here's the thing. You know, you get you get that Paul Heyman quote that's like, give me 18 months and I can get, make you some new stars of the future. Yep. How many, how many, how many weeks has Hook wrestled? Five, I think, now. He was more over than almost everyone on the show, let alone this match. You don't eighteen months. You can make a Mysterio is a star, by the way. They don't treat him like one, but he is. Sure, yeah, I agree because he doesn't understand the rules. He's a legend. Of Royal, Royal Rumble. Uh, also, no, he comes out. I don't think they mentioned the video game once. <laughs> no, they just. Um, but Pat it, McAfee should have been in it. Pat McAfee should have been in it. Corey Graves would have been funny. Uh, Cesaro was not in it. Um, no, he wasn't. <laughs> let me look at this roster. <laughs> Rick Boogs Rick was, Boogs though. is in it. That, you that's got some fun. of the 
points. Dolph Ziggler was in it. Robert Roode, who I forgot was employed, was in it. Cesaro would have been a good game changer in this thing. Yeah, yeah, right, right, right. Yeah, I mean, they put in Ricochet when Omos was there to ruin the day. So that was also cool. just fucking dude status, right? <laughs> just, yeah. just dude status for this guy. Just this, this guy, Ricochet, can do things that no one else can do. No one, not even Osprey in his day, could do what Ricochet does. And when I say Osprey in his day, I mean like when he was, you know, all high flyer. Yeah. And he just is another dude on the roster. Happy Ridge Holland. Uh, love, though. I like Ridge Holland. There's so the many song. people. And also, again, no NXT guys. So, nope. Whatever. And that goes back. Once NXT was gutted, the Royal Rumble was gutted. That was the beauty of the surprises for the past couple of years. It would have made sense. They could have easily thrown in Grayson Waller, and that could have been something. Yeah. You know, that would have actually they could been have had him eliminate AJ. Yeah. Why not? They'd be like, oh, man, Grayson Waller eliminated AJ. He's something I should watch on Tuesday nights. Instead, they had Mad Cat Moss eliminate AJ Styles. Mad Cat Moss. Heat, brother. Mad Cap. Hey, yeah. Mad Cap. Mad Cap. Let's talk fucking about fucking Moss. Let's talk about these predictions. Oh, I walked away with this. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. So predictions, winner. I said Brock. I also said Brock. So that's two, That's another point for us. So I'm at four points now. I believe you're at four as well. No, you're at three. You're not at three. No, I'm at... Oh, yeah, four. One, four. two, three. Yeah, it's a three. So I'm a four now. First in, second in. Who did you say? Brock Lesnar. Oh, no, no. Sorry. Winner, Brock Lesnar. First in, AJ Styles. Second in, Kevin Owens. You got AJ Styles. Ding, 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 brother. Sure, I did. That's five to four, Scotty. I said Rey Mysterio and Austin Theory. So close with Austin Theory. <laughs> Austin Theory is a good one. No, uh, I said longest, AJ Styles. Which is also correct. I said Damian Priest. Uh, most eliminations. I said Big E. I wasn't right. AJ Styles had the most. Uh, I said Sheamus. Yeah, and it was AJ Styles that had the most as well. Longest in most eliminations. 30th? Brock Lesnar. I said Big E. Oh. I, 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 I thought that my I'm realizing this thing about my predictions is I thought they were higher on people than they actually are. And I was like, mm-hmm. oh, yeah, no, they're not. Well, I forgot that they are high on these people. But I thought they could have been, like, fake high on these people. Uh, So, yeah, you got another point there. I think it's six or something. I don't know. Final four, I said Brock, Styles, Owens, and Big E. It was only – your final four, by the way. Jesus Christ. Final four was, like, Brock, uh, Drew McIntyre. No, Big E is not final four. The real one. Yeah. It was, like, Brock, Shane McMahon, Drew Drew McIntyre. And um, it wasn't Bad Bunny, but he was very close. He was like fifth. He was like final five. Oh, my God. Who was it? Was it Owens? Was it Riddle? Riddle. It was Riddle. It was Riddle. Good spot for him. Congrats to him. Good spot. We get, just gets dumped out again. Well, of course. Also, I would have loved if that final two spot would have been longer. Yeah, they really rushed that. I, I, I understood why the woman's one wasn't. Yeah, I, I think that final two spot should have been 
not the length of the Undertaker Ma- Michaels thing, but you know, uh, give me give me like five minutes or something. Yeah, or something. Mm, but no, they didn't. And then number numbers. I picked seventeen and twenty six. Twenty one and thirty. And we both got a winner. Yeah, How yeah. about that? Never thought that would happen. Winner, winner, chicken dinner. Uh, you know was, what that means? What does that mean? We're hooked. We're hooked, gang, for life now. Okay, yeah, we're gonna, next week or whenever uh, we get the hats, we're going to just be on here every week with Hook. Uh, I picked 17 and 26. 17 was Sheamus. 26 was Big E. Again, not pretty bad. good. Uh, uh, what was. Um, what did you say? You said 30 was Brock, right? It was 21. 21, Drew McIntyre. <laughs> <laughs> you got the two of the. I got the final two of the men's. Ooh. That's. What are the odds? Wow, that's crazy. What are the but odds? Guys, guys, you know what this means? Ring post ring. Another competition. And Mr. Ryan takes the L once. Tough. Yeah, uh, I lost. I'm a big old loser. Now I have to watch live stream. <laughs> Shitty matches. And watch live. I think we should. You know what? I got this. I'm going to remind you the matches that you have to watch because I'm a good guy. Okay? I'm a good guy. It's very kind of you. I think it's... You're very kind. Only nice of me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That I I remind you. Yeah, worst rated cage match matches. We can find, of course. Well, yeah. Um, There's that that one that I'll, I'll see if I can find it. Yeah. So we got Jerry Lawler versus Michael Cole. Hot start, hot start. I believe even Vince McMahon or someone said that that was the worst match I've ever seen in my life. Jenna Maraska versus Charmel. I'll see if I can find that somewhere. I don't know what um, that is. That's just, is that like an old match or something? I don't even know what that is. It's something from TNA. If you can't find that, Jake Roberts and Yoko Zuna versus Jim Neidhart and King Kong Bundy. Sounds great. Uh, this is that's not a real match. Wait a minute, how did we end up there? Jeff Jarrett versus Scott Steiner versus Sid Vicious. Oh, from 2001 WCW. I'll have to I'll have to look at this list and make sure it's right because I'm looking at I, I'm looking at a different list than you I think. Are you looking at the flop fifty? Well, I'm not looking at the flop fifty. I just I just went to match guide, typed in minimum num, minimum number of votes five, and then went to rating and just sorted everything. Ah, interesting. Which is not which are not entirely wrong. I mean, we got Yoshihiko versus Act. Yasukawa. Oh, you don't want to watch that. <laughs> That's the worst one, apparently. Well, do you know about that match? No. Oh, that's Ryan. What? Oh, that's when Yoshiko, like, like, legitimately shot on Act. And Act had to retire. Oh, shit. Yeah, that's why she had to leave stardom. Yeah. 
Well, we'll figure it out. We'll figure out the proper list. There's a reason I say it, and it was that reason. <laughs> we'll figure that out. Maybe maybe that's not fun to watch. No, uh, no that's why I skipped it. Lawler and Cole, Charmel versus Jenna Mursaka. <laughs> uh, I believe I believe that match is the negative five stars meme. I think. I think it is. Uh, Robert Yokozuna versus Neidhart and King Kong Bundy. Th- is this the Drake Roberts? Uh no, that can't be it. One Warrior Nation, Eddie Stein block. There's another Royal Rumble match in here, by the way, I think. No, it's just a battle royal from WrestleMania twenty five. God, there's just a lot of crap matches in here. We'll figure out what exactly Tony Storm is. just got announced for WrestleCon. Oh, that's cool. In Dallas. That's where we are about the show. We're that's where we are over the show. It's just it's so bad that now my my <sighs> punishment for watching a bad show is watching more bad matches. Brock Lesnar was the right choice, by the way. Uh yeah, because well, a right choice would have been making a new star, but also like last time they did they that don't was do like that, though. that's the whole thing. The last time they did that was like Nakamura, I think, and that McIntyre. See that? Oh uh, yeah, McIntyre. Yeah, that's true. He wasn't he wasn't at that level until after that. Was it last year Edge? Yep. Man. Next year's got to be a new person, right? Got to be a new star next year. Am I going to watch? Am I going to get stupidly excited for another Royal Rumble? Probably not as much. Let's move on. We've been talking about the Royal Rumble for way too long. It's a fine show. Not worth it. It wasn't fine. It was a bad show. I'm not. No, no. We're not. I know Ryan's trying to be nice. It wasn't. It wasn't fine. It was a legitimately bad show. I don't want to ether. Was, I don't want to ether them. It was the worst Rumble, Royal Rumble show I've probably seen in terms of where it should have ended up. In terms of you know they had good matches, you know Royal Rumbles, and it was just it just all underdelivered except for maybe Roman and Seth. Speaking of massive disappointments, let's move on to the world on GCW, the Hammerstein show. These are ice cold takes from last Sunday. We're not going to review the entire show. You know the album meme when there's a fire in the back and he's like, that's me for this. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. We're not going to review the entire show, obviously, because this is like a week old and there's no point. And also it's been like reviewed to death already. I think I, I think a more interesting conversation, Scotty, Has is. It? Oh, I mean, we I can I can. This is the show that I'll ether because we talked about this last week. Is that this was worse than the Royal Rumble? I think this this show at a higher high. They had better top matches. Yeah, but they had the worst match, which is as well. Yeah, and are. Jeff Jarrett. They had some shitty matches on the show. Uh, I think a more interesting conversation to have is about about this show is about what this show will mean for GCW. Where is what is GCW's place in the wrestling ecosystem? You know what what are let let's just talk about GCW for a while and just be like, how do we feel? Give us a vibe check on the promotion and all that jazz. Scotty? Lost for words. This was the most watched 
GCW show of all time. That's a guarantee. Mm-hmm. It's also proven. Yeah. Fight uh, on, fight person said that it was the most watched GCW show of all time. Didn't say right. how much it and was. And it was on pay-per-view. Well, I was, I was listening to the flagship, a Voices of Wrestling flagship show, and they said that uh, it was not on DirecTV, <laughs> which is like 30% right. of America. It was anyway. it was it was on there for like a week before, and then as the day of it suddenly wasn't there anymore. That's pretty funny. So, most watched show, lots of eyes, the world on GCW. That's yeah. that's the name of the show for a reason. How could anyone have went into this and walked out a fan? That wasn't a GCW diehard. How could any new fan go into this and say, you know what? I got to add GCW to my catalog of what I'm watching moving forward. There wasn't anything to do that. The one, the matches with GCW originals or roster members were the worst matches. They were the worst matches. Let's be honest here. Ruby Soho versus Alley Catch was not good. It wasn't. Joey Janela versus Matt Cardona, a hysterical mess that was not a good match by the end. The main event, there was no time, but also, was Nick Gage really going to be able to go that long? Nah, that's my that's my big old conspiracy theory. <laughs> now, it's awesome that Nick Gage showed up. Awesome, because he needed to be there. We talked about that last week. But was it going to go long? I understand the pay-per-view time didn't help. But was it going to go 20 minutes ever? No. It couldn't have. It could not have. <laughs> like people, that's the thing. People complaining about like the main event getting five minutes is like, what? You wanted it to go 20? <laughs> like, what, <laughs> what? You wanted it to go 10? What are we talking here? Like, Jeff Jarrett versus Effie? What GCW fan walked away from that satisfied? What regular fan? Walked around, unless they were Jeff Eric fans, walked around from that satisfied. You know what was good? Lucha matches, really good. Very enjoyable. I'm going to give props to what was good. They went out of their minds, put on a show. They did the Lucha stuff, and it was really good. Leo Rush and Blake Christian, they had a good little two match, seeing it wasn't supposed to happen. Nice little sub of a match. Yeah. And, I, you know, Leo's great. Blake Christian, we've been talking about a little bit the past couple of weeks. But, Ryan, you want to talk about the ladder match? No, you don't. Because it was a dangerous, terrifying, and not in like You know, there wasn't any part of that that I felt safe. Like, I originally felt scared for a lot of the wrestlers. G Raver, I think. I don't even know if it was him. He almost like killed himself on one of those. When he like fell off the ladder. Do you, do you remember that? Yes. Oh yeah. yeah. It it looked yeah. bad. That looked like yeah. both that and the AG Gray ladder fall. Yes, that was terrifying. I have no idea what he's trying to do there. Uh it it ex- I bring this is a point that the voice of wrestling made this show exposed a lot of things 
on the biggest stage ever for GCW. And I'm, and I, you know, and I'm hearing things from even GCW fans that like, oh, this show wasn't made for us. It's like, who was it made? It's made for beginners, made for everybody, made for new people. I was like, well, if the new people are coming in, they just saw a bunch of your guys lose, and they just saw a bunch of your guys do this stuff. I saw, I saw like one they or two people. Yeah, I saw like one or two people be like. Yeah, I really like the show. I'm going to start watching GCW forever. But it was just like some random Twitter accounts. I, I didn't look into it at all. Um, but I, but that's but that's like one or two maybe in the majority of people that are like this show is utter utterly bad. It was awful. Yeah. I walked away from this feeling I wasted my own time. Now I'm going to watch some GCW matches moving forward. Some. I'm going to pick and choose. Mm-hmm. Never going to watch full show again because I wanted this to be good. I, we talked about it last week. I wanted this to be good for them. It needed to be good for them. It, it did. But it wasn't. And anyone that said it was either is you know, they might not care too much about match quality or whatever. That's fine. Or they're diehard that want to think it was good, but it wasn't. It wasn't. Yeah. And that's my other point is that, like, ultimately, like, I'm also seeing diehard fans being like, eh, it was fine. Yeah. Like, I, I, I'm not even seeing love from, like, big diehard people. I'm seeing a lot of defense for GCW. Right, I'm I'm seeing a lot of people defending the promotion and being like, oh, you know, one bad show or, you know, all these things. It's like it was the, you couldn't have it, and you it was bad. It was poor quality matches. It was production awful. wasn't great. Production was not great. Vent they actively chose not to shoot the most interesting looking part of the venue. And I get it. People are dogging the paint job and saying the paint job is not bad, but it's the most interesting part of the entire venue. That is why everyone historically have shot that direction because it looks good. Mm -hmm. That's where all the signs are and everything. Like the majority of your fans are that direction. Yeah. And you're shooting the other way, a hard yep. camp style. Um, I don't know, man. Like I, this show is frustrating to watch because it was supposed to be so much better. It should have been so much better. But we talked about the worries going into this is that there was, uh, you know, there was COVID issues. There was like no actual stars that they had. We talked about like Nick Gage has to be on the show or what the hell are they doing? And they eventually got him on the show. But at the end of the day, if this whole thing was a work, this whole Nick Gage cameo dogging on the promotion, dogging on Brett Lauderdale, doing all this stuff was all a work, then you're sacrificing buys. Right? And I agree. Yeah, people are dogging on the main event being five minutes. But the main event wasn't going to be 10. The main event wasn't going to be any better than what it was. The guy is not in good shape. He does not look good, folks. This promotion, 
had a lot of crap throughout it. And I'm incredibly, in my, the biggest frustrations I have about this show, Scotty, is the reaction from people, from the people inside the GCW promotion. That, that Brett Lauderdale quote that was floating around there. I want to see if I can pull it up because it infuriated me. I want to, I want to talk about this man's quote. Talk about this man's quote. God damn, Brett. Um, uh, let's see, let's see, let's see, let's see. I, I found one that has photos, but I can't find the, the exact. But the photos one is the same basic quote, basic idea. Um, basically, he tweeted out uh, at some point. Uh, last night was crazy. I'm so proud of our of our crew and our fans. The world on GCW was indie wrestling history. Which I must pause there. Is it? Is it? Is it indie wrestling history? Indie wrestling history was like all out, all in, or whatever. That was that was history. This. This was supposed to be... This was history for GCW. This is not indie wrestling history. They sold 2,000 tickets, I think. At capacity, is 2,000. I think they actually sold 1,000 because of COVID stuff. Yeah. yeah. You, you, like, fucking... That, that big-time wrestling thing... Uh, that the Ricky Morton-Robert Gibson versus FTR match... 3,000 is capacity. WrestleFest for new wrestling I watched recently. Capacity is 2,000. This is not indie wrestling history, but you had a point. Uh, yeah. Okay. I, I had more the, thoughts, but if you have a point, go for it. The problem with this show and saying it was history is that, yes, for GCW, it was history. You know, Biggest venue or most important venue. I don't know if it's biggest, but most important at least. Yeah. And that's that's great. But then you designed the show to pretty much take away everything that made it GCW. Yeah. And I know you can't do death matches and you can't do that because of the New York rules. But you but knew that's that GCW. You knew that going in to the mm-hmm. show. You can't use that excuse. Which you can't. Second line of this tweet. Of course, there are things I wish we c- could slash would have done differently, but some things were just out of our hands. I did my best. You knew that, Brett. You signed these contracts months ago. You are working in New York. You're. This is big game, dude. You want to be a big game wrestler? You're number three promotion in the world. No, not world. <laughs> the world on GCW. Uh, if you're saying that you're the number three promotion in America, if we're saying that nowadays, then I'm going to treat you like number three promotion. You have to follow the rules of these wrestling promotions. And I get it. And Bix, thanks for helping out. But, uh, but in saying that like, Oh, wrestling is actually okay. You could have gotten Nick Wayne in there or whatever, or you could have all done these things and it's not actually a sport, but apparently there's also stuff that like that, that even that law is like goes back and forth on. And whoever called in Nick Wayne to do that, screw that guy, but uh, or gal or whatever. Um, but you knew about the age restrictions, presumably. You knew that you're in New York, so you're not going to be able to do the deathmatch stuff. 
you knew about all this other these other restrictions things, the pay-per-view time limit descriptions. What do you mean it was out of your hands, Brett? You're the promoter. If it's in anyone's hands, it's in yours. You sign this stuff. You agreed to do this. If you agreed to do this, then you have to do live up to that and not complain about it on Twitter a day later. Why are you complaining about this shit when you agreed to do it? You knew this was going to happen. You knew you had a time limit on the pay-per-view. You knew that there was an age limit. You knew you couldn't do death matches in blood. Then why are you saying, out of my hands, did, my, did the best I could? You're the promoter. What are we I doing? The, well, it wasn't my fault. No. It wasn't my fault. Who? You're the guy who's responsible for these things. It was your fault. You had one job. You really did. <laughs> you really did. Yeah. You had to book a show that won people to watch. The reason people wanted to watch this wasn't because of the matches. It was because of the historical and excitement around it. Yeah. That's why a lot of people watched it. Yeah. No one looked at this card and said, Oh, you know what? I need to see Ali catch versus Ruby Soho. No one said that well, unless they were GCW fan. Maybe Kevin, Kevin Gill said that. <laughs> yeah. Right. Awesome. That opinion matters so much to me. Uh, you can't play the blame game yeah. when you know what the rules are. When you're the you guy know in charge, the you're the guy in charge of the whole thing. Right. When you book this show, these rules were intact. It's not like you the, know, COVID you, made the rules change. And COVID's been around for like two years, man. <laughs> also correct. That's my whole thing. Like, COVID made rules change, fans-wise and whatnot. Nothing changed. Nothing. The only person you can blame is yourself. This was GCW's team. They're not going higher than Hammerstein. You know why, Ryan? Why is that? Because they're playing the blame game of we couldn't do death matches at Hammerstein. If you what building yes. is gonna let them go out of their way to do their version that they can actually reach that's bigger than this and more historical than this that are gonna make people watch? Oh guys, we're gonna go to this random place in the middle of Texas. Oh, that's great. Who cares? Yeah. You know, it by then no one cares anymore. GCW has good matches. I'm not saying GCW has bad matches. We saw some on the show. They have exciting events still coming. They have the collective, which is sure to have a lot of good matches and a lot of cool events. I will give GCW credit for that. The collective is a very cool event they do now. Mm-hmm. Yeah? Yeah, that's yeah. agreeable. Sure. Yeah. But you can't play the blame game. You can't blame anyone but yourself. You had your chance to make a card. And you lost one match in the buildup. I understand Jonathan Gresham couldn't show up, but you built you lost Eddie Kingston versus AJ Gray. Yeah. That's tough. That's tough. Should but everything happen. else you, you could plan. Uh that was also what I just read was the second tweet by J- by Brett Lauderdale uh complaining about not being up in hand. The other one that got traction was Sunday was a smash hit business wise for GCW. All records shattered and it's not even close. 
uh, but I'm not happy at all. feel like I let a lot of people down. Got played, and I should have known better. Big-time learning experience. Going to work harder than ever to get a second chance. That How part, did you get played? That's my point. What do you mean you got played, Brett? You're the guy in charge, and I get it. This and I and look. I know where I am at. I know my position as like the kind of like head guy, one of the head guys of Countout, right? I know we're streaming live on Countout, and we have deathmatch fans that are probably maybe watching this, maybe listening to this, or whatever. I know my position about all these things. I enjoy it sometimes, all these things. But I'm talking, and I and I know there's people that are on the show as well that love GCW, not on the, our show, but on our network that love GCW. Yeah. But I'm saying critically, Brett, what the hell do you mean you got played? You agreed to all of these things. It's not like you showed up to the venue on Sunday and found out all of these rules. <laughs> if that's the case, man, you're a bad businessman. I'll say it. GCW. And I, I'm not going to give my big hot take that I gave you, Scotty. I don't, I don't <laughs> want to do that on this show because I don't want to ether this promotion. Because I had such... No, I can't do that. I can't do it. But on as high as highs, GCW can put on outstanding great matches like the Lucha Tag, put on a outstanding great moments like Cardona versus Gage or John Moxley showing up or Ricky Shane Page versus Nick Gage, put on great moments like that. And at its worst, we get these like shitty, shitty booking, bad matches, and then ha- going on Twitter and complaining and trying to defend your promotion. And I get it. You're wanting to defend your promotion, but own up to it, Brett. You were the guy in charge. You can't be the one being like, it's out of my hands. It could be like another wrestler like that, but I don't know. Other wrestlers out there. You get Alley Catch cutting a promotion promo afterwards being like, wins don't matter. The o- don't say that, first of all. The only other place I hear wins don't matter is out of Grayson Waller's mouth on NXT. So, and that, and that show sucks ass. Like, you're, you're comparing yourself there, Alley Catch. But that's the thing. If it's not about wins and losses, still, I saw three, four, five GCW Originals or whatever, all lose, right? If it's not about wins and losses, you can say that about one individual person, but when it's your entire roster losing, who gives a shit? I get there's politics involved, right? Jeff Jarrett wasn't going to lose this match. Uh... Of the biggest stage here, he'll lose at like Big Gay Brunch or something, where it's a smaller stage, a smaller payday. But Jeff's, you know, Jeff's not going to lose in this spot. But it's like you get people out there defending this promotion, defending the booking and all this stuff, and the wrestlers themselves, and then complaining about like, you know, you get MLJ out there complaining about Dave Meltzer getting shitty star ratings, like just going out complaining. First of all, it's his opinion. First of all, these are my opinions. These aren't Scotty's. These are my opinions. They're opinions. They're advice. You gotta do better. Own up to this shit. You put on a shitty show. You put on a shitty show that had bad matches and bad booking, and you knew about all the things going into it. You cannot turn around and be like, this is not my fault. You were the guy in charge. What are we doing? Well said, Ryan. Well said. Uh, yeah, I don't have much to add to that. I think you hit it. Uh, I think I've been pretty negative enough on this podcast. Uh, I guess my last piece on GCW is that they tried. They did. Not hard enough, but they tried. 
and they went about it all the wrong way. Yeah. The reason GCW has become so popular is they built it around their fans. And for their biggest show ever, they tried to win people over with wrestlers that won't be there tomorrow. They did the WWE way. They brought in people. They brought in big names. And it was a fail. Yeah. 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 It's uh, and you know we're talking third promotion, of of the uh, they're not the third promotion. They're not the third promotion. I you know and that's the and I've been thinking about that a lot. This was their chance. I agree. I think if they put on a massive show that was outstanding, that was critically successful, or even mid level successful, you know, then maybe you know critically speaking, then I think maybe they could make an argument for that. I think it's unfair. We call them the third promotion. It's unfair. Impacts on pay per view every few months doing and having a television show that gets way more views than probably the fight streams impacts number three gcw had a shot though because of the steam they were gaining yeah and so that's what i was was thinking about is that when when people are saying the number three promotion america ultimately they don't mean ticket sales they don't mean views they don't mean any of this stuff what they mean is hype. Yep. Which is ultimately unmeasurable. Uh, unless you look at ticket sales of how much hype is buying these things. You know, how much hype is buying stuff. You right. know, ultimately what they're saying is hype. It has the biggest hype. Which, and then and then I'll argue, well, then what is one and two? AEW, and then what's number two? <laughs> Who's got more hype? WWE? I don't think that's hype. Uh, right. On Twitter, at least. But WWE and AEW are one and two. Easy. Yeah. In terms of, you know, companies in America. Sure. They're not moving out of those top two spots. Yeah. Anytime soon. Yeah. Uh, even, even if you think WWE is bad, they're not moving. No. They're, they're not going anywhere. They just made, like, a, another multi-million dollar deal with, like, Indonesia with, or something. In Disney, yeah. Yeah. Disney. With Disney. Yeah. yeah. They're... they're it's not going anywhere. So all these promotions fighting for the number three spot. And I think it's interesting because this week, Moose specifically said that he wants Impact to start running bigger venues. Bigger than like the little, you know, Shake Shacks that they're doing. Yeah. Why not? I don't see why not. It, they're, they, <laughs> we're talking about a promotion here. That has Bullet Club in their main events all of a sudden. Mm-hmm. They have Jay White. They have G.O.D. Like, they have all this interesting steam that happened on the taping. They got Ring of Honor No More. Yeah, which is relatively interesting, right? Dan Lambert was there. <laughs> I know, I know, but it is like, whoa, is that something? <laughs> it didn't that, feel like that it was is something. something. I- He's big enough, like people know who he is. Yeah. So I just find that interesting that, you know, as we're talking about this GCW thing, Moose brings up, we should run bigger venues. We have the talent all of a sudden. And I'm also willing to say, like, New Japan's strong. Listen, it's a tape show, which, you know, if they were live, it'd be a little different. 
But they're gaining very slowly because they have the Jay Whites of the world on their show. They have they're bringing in Jonah. I think they're bringing in uh, Swerve. By the if you looked at the next Jay White Open Challenge, the um, person like the vacant the graphic the, looks it looks like Swerve. Well, that doesn't necessarily be Impact, but that could be. Uh, but that no, that's for New Japan, isn't it? That's for Strong. Yeah. Yeah. So that could that's be. That could still cool. that could still be AEW because they did. That, they did Christopher Daniels for one of those Open Challenges. Right. Yeah, you never really know. So that's but that's the fun thing here. Like, to me, Wait, have my I, interest levels... Real quickly, tangent. Have those open challenges only been AEW people? It's been Daniels and Jay Lethal, right? Yeah. Has it been anyone else? No one else yet. Uh, that They tape so weird, oddly, that, like... Yeah, it comes it out. It takes a long time for them to air. Like, yeah. this week was the first time it aired. Like, I think yesterday they aired the Daniels one. Yeah. But yeah, sorry. So, I just I just thought of that. I was like, huh? They're only done AEW no, people. It, it's fair, and it it just brings the whole conversation together. Of GCW had a chance to be number three. They had a legitimate chance, and now I think they go back down the system a little because you lose a lot of steam when your biggest show ever is a flop. Yeah, it's a flop in terms Criti- of critical flop. Yeah, you know, numbers wise, it's great. Got all the people well, buy. Well, we don't know. Like ultimately, like it's the biggest promo- biggest sell ever, but it's also like number wise, biggest tickets they've ever sold on a single show. I I believe. Yeah. Um, and then we have no idea what the fight sales are, and they've never said those any of those numbers ever before. So we have no idea what they are. So I'm just gonna assume in my head that is is a success in terms of making money or whatever. Yeah. But big flop. They moved down in my book. They have, they had steam, but they have the collective coming up. Chance for them to redeem themselves. Yeah, I've seen people saying that this show is like not like the big finale sort of thing that it was, despite doing like an SNL style closing of the show with everyone in the ring, yeah. uh, and then saying that like this was like the beginning of the road to uh, the collective and all that stuff, uh, which. Sure, but also they didn't build any like batches or ideas going into that. I think, no. you know, maybe maybe, maybe, sick, maybe Cardona, you know, Janela will do it again or whatever and have actual good matches there at spring break. Yeah, you know, something like that. Also, I I thought the lore and the kayfabe of spring break is that it's no longer Joey Janela's, but rather Ricky Shane Page's. Yeah, it's Joey Janela's again. Lol. Oh, is it? Hmm. Yeah, I don't know, man. Uh, GCW is very frustrating. I saw a lot of people like coming to its aid within the GCW promotion, which I get it. You want to defend your stuff, but it's like it, it's well, it's like WWE wrestlers defending their stuff. Well, it what's frustrating about GCW defenders within the promotion is that it very much just feels like be happy for us. Yeah, and it's like. First of all, don't tell me to be happy. Second of all, uh, second of all, like if we're just you know being a, a promotion all about you know oh we're we we had a good the good college try we did a good job be happy for us be happy you should just be excited about wrestling you watch. Nah, I'm getting I'm getting too close to my hot take. 
Um, let's move on. <laughs> let's let's move on. Um, let's talk about Stardom Nagoya Supreme Fight. I was unable to watch the show. We don't have a lot of time left because we spent it all on crappy wrestling. But let's talk. I'm sure this show was great, Scotty. Show of the month, baby. Show of the month. It's almost over. Uh, yeah, probably show of the month. Probably show of the month. Hot damn. Nagoya Supreme. I'm really happy if that's the case because I'm really excited to watch this. I'm bummed that I was unable to. So let's talk about it. Stardom. Nagoya Supreme Fight. Let me walk you through it, Scotty. Here we go. Ready? Card changed up, by the way. <laughs> card, well, the card changed up quite a bit. Yeah. This, this card, I would. I need to see the card what like a month ago i think to now <laughs> like when it was like if this card has had massive changes through its lifespan oh yeah oh, but, oh by the way this wasn't part of the card they released another video about the mystery person they were teasing oh and they said their contract ending soon and that they'll be re- wrestling at the ria goku show it's kairi hojo mm. aka kairi Singh. The Ria Goku show is that a, how how big is that arena? Ria Goku Sumo Hall. Oh, Ria Goku Ria Goku Sumo Hall. I just didn't even click in. They're my doing back to back. I didn't Ria Goku. I didn't even, that didn't even click in my head. You're right. Oh yeah. shit. Back to back nights. Stardom World Climax. <clears throat> sure, he's defending the belt twice. Big I, show. Big show. Big show, and it's well. <laughs> Well, it's um, away. Thank you for that callback. You're welcome. Um, it's not. I'm trying to think of other people it could be. It could be Tony Storm. It's not Tony Storm. It. Uh, where's uh, what's her name? Saya Ida. Where is she? Is she still injured? She's not the big mystery. I know, I know. I know. I know. She should be back soon, though. She'll probably be back by that. I show. just had that thought of like, where is she? <laughs> you like Saya Ida? Where's Saya? It's it it. The contract thing, the way they're selling it. So the way they're selling it is like Saya Kamatani was like, <gasps> mm-hmm. like it has to be someone big. It why, can't be. Why is Saya not just saying it though? Uh, well, the whole the whole gag is that she spoils things because at the five star Grand Prix, Rossi had the big surprise of Takumi Aroha being in the tournament, mm-hmm. and well, as they were prepping for it. Saya goes, I can't wait to wrestle. Uh, who was it in her block? Utami and Shiri and Takumi. And everyone goes, What? <laughs> wait, is this like is this like in a promo? This was at like, the press conference. <laughs> when they're about to announce it? <laughs> when they were gonna announce it later in the thing. And then she just collapses and she's like, Oh my god. <laughs> so the whole thing is now she just is a spoiler mm. and can't hold the secret in. Yeah. So now she, but it now she's able. Good, she's holding it. She can't keep the secret in, but this is her keeping the secret in because she knows. Well, she told Momo Kogo, who's the new signee. Mm-hmm. So the, like she's starting to tell people. <laughs> Interesting. Interesting. Yeah, but I did, I think they're just gonna save it. Oh, and this wrestler will be at the Stardom World Climax press conference. That's what they said. Oh, to sign a contract, probably. Yeah. Very nice. When is that? When is that press conference? Uh, probably sometime in February. They didn't officially announce when, it yet. When's the Ryu Goku shows? March 26th and 7th. Very nice. Uh, so a little ways away. I'm sure there's other yeah. shows in between. Plenty we'll of time. More stuff. They have one pay-per-view in between. We'll get more like mass Singer-style hints 
Like, oh man, she really... I went into the show called The Masked Wrestler this week. Yes. On IWTV. Yeah, yeah. Season two, baby. That's pretty funny. Yeah. Uh, speaking about Momokogo, uh, any thoughts? Pre-show Battle Royal, five-way match. Momokogo <laughs> defeated Fukigin Death, Rina, Ruaka, so, Saki Kashima. So as I said, the card changed. Waka and my Sakurai had to miss the show as well as Tan Nakano mm-hmm. due to poor physical condition, which seeing all three of them are in Cosmic Angels, you can kind of guess what it might have been. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So left Momo Kogo against four away to time members. I love it. <laughs> so she changed the rules before the match. She said, if I eliminate one person over the top rope, I win. <laughs> she did it. She did it. She did it. She eliminated- well, accidentally, like they smashed into each other mm-hmm. and she won. But uh, it was very funny. It wasn't a match you need to see, but it was funny. Yeah, it served its purpose. Yeah, and Momokogo is very uh, pure, so yeah, it was nice to see her win. Uh, next up, Future of Stardom title match, Hanan versus Lady C. Lady C loses, so Hanan retains the Future of Stardom title. Bring it over. Um, yeah. Hanan's good. That's it. <laughs> That's, on. it. That's it. Uh, I, now, believe, I believe after the match, Momo uh, Kogo uh, yes. challenged. Challenge. She did. That should be pretty good. Uh, good Good highlight for her. By the way, um, Tuesday, they're just doing Starlight Kid versus Natsupoi for the high-speed title. <laughs> so, why didn't he do it? Cool. Why didn't he do it here? Uh, Natsupoi is doing a play. Oh, good for her. Yeah. Go out there and do some arts. Next up, Oedo Tai. No, 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 no. No? There was a big, there was a big moment on this oh, show. Oh, so, yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, no, yeah. That needs to be talked about. <laughs> how many people know about Prominence? So Prominence is a group that left the Joshi promotion Ice Ribbon. Uh, is, they, is, is, is Prominence a faction? Or is they're it a promotion? They're a subgroup. Like, they're kind of like... They're going to run their own shows and whatnot. Okay. So it's kind of weird. They're freelancers somewhat where they kind of go here and there. They're strong hearts. Pretty much. Yeah. And they're going to, and they're going to open their own Gleet. Gleet's great. Uh, Gleet was really good this past week, actually. I Uh, saw your tweets. You're like staying up watching Gleet. I'm like, Scotty, what are you doing, man? Gleet was really good this week. They started their tournament. Anyways, prominence. They are a subgroup that left Dice Ribbon and they want to do death matches, hardcore matches. That's just what they prefer. But in prominence, GCW has got some open spots. Is two of Ice Ribbon's now former biggest stars, Risa Sarah, who's the older one that kind of leads them, Mm -hmm. and Suzu Suzuki, who Mm -hmm. is one of the best young wrestlers in the world. She's on the She's in the conversation with Azumi and Starlight Kid in terms of like greatness. She might she might debatably be better than both. In terms of greatness and also future potential. Yeah, she's awesome. Yeah. 19 years old. She's already she won the world title of Ice Ribbon. Like she she's already done it. Yeah. So her leaving was like stake through the heart type thing. Yeah. Poor Ice Ribbon fans. I do feel bad for them. She was a tough loss. Um, and 
there was this big thing this week between Risa Sarah and Ice Ribbon. They had a COVID outbreak type thing. Poor, yeah. Very unfortunate. Where she was kind of getting mad at them. If you look into it more, the conversation is it's not worth the time to talk about. Either way, she, she was making a big stink about it. And it's clear why she didn't want to miss her stardom shot. Yeah. Um, so they come down, and for those that don't know, Julia left Ice Ribbon for stardom. She was the one they called out. They had this great segment. Then they hit. So they Julia gets in the face of Risa Sarah after Suzu Suzuki versus Julia is probably the main goal. But they got in the face of each other, and Suzu just pulls out a hammer to go nail uh, Julia with it. And then, you know, shit breaks out. DDM comes down to make the well, save. Tecla was well, also from Ice Ribbon. I was about to say, there was somebody that specifically made that save over the hammer shot. It's, yeah, she was you know, there first. You know, it's your girl. <laughs> yeah, of course, Tecla. She was there first. Um, so, you know, brawl. They also brawled in the back later. Big shock, though, because Prominence, like I said, they're working with Cyber Fight, which is the owner of TJPW. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. TJPW is Stardom's number one competition right now. Yeah, not that they are worried about them. Yeah, because, it, it's you know, a little little far of a difference, but still, but still shocking. Still, still number two in terms of Joshi. Right. So, just big, big news, big story. You know, prominence. Like I said, very interesting, very intriguing because they put Suzu Suzuki at the forefront. Well, she's not the leader. And I think that's a Rossi Ogawa move because he knows, like he knows who's the most talented here. And he's going to, I think he's going to want to sign her down the line. Yeah. I guess they could potentially, these are potential signees that they could do. Pick yeah, some pickups. But that was pretty big. That's huge. That's huge news for, uh, I think you'd like to do too. Sure. Okay. You like well, you like hardcore stuff too, right? Or deathmatch ish kind of yeah. stuff. Yeah, just kind of nuts. Okay, okay, okay. Just very good. I like good wrestlers. So if they're yeah, a good wrestler, well, then she's fitting then. Great, I love it. Well, I know you like good wrestlers because we just shed on two promotions for an hour and a half. Next up, though, in the tag team wrestling match was Oedo Tai, Momo Watanabe, and Starlight Kid defeating the team of Queen's Quest. Utami, Hayashishida, and Azume. Nice nine-minute sprint. Yeah, I was looking at this nine minutes. There we yeah, go. Yeah, Starlight Kid won with an avalanche uh, Spanish fly. So that was cool. How was the um, drama in this in this match, if there was any? Because I'm sure it wasn't it was. very dramatic. It just, wasn't very dramatic, it was... just more high-intensity sprint? Yeah, more high-intensity sprint. It's all about the singles matches. Between Utami Momo and then you know Kid and Nasumi probably good uh, good teaser though. All right, then... really weird to see Utami in non important match on a pay per view. Yeah, yeah, that must be a weird feeling to see just in a been a long tag, time in a random <laughs> tag match. Uh, like I think anyone that will st- that really like started watching Stardom especially full time like the past year you'll be like. <laughs> this is uh uncomfortable yeah uh swa undisputed world women's title match it was vacant of course challengers for ryan challengers were mina shirakawa and tekla and you know my girl 
the Toxic Spider. Tekla gets the win. And the These new like champion. Out of their minds. So it was very entertaining. Was it a great match? Yeah. It was very entertaining. I'm super excited about this match because I enjoy Mina Shirakawa's work. Mm-hmm. And I'm a big, for that one match I saw, I'm a big Tekla fan. And I want to see like, her do more. I want to see this. A couple match. minutes of comedy and really good wrestling the rest of the way. So it was a good match. And, uh, Good for Tekla. She's gonna have she's gonna have some good matches with that title. The right champion should be good. I'm also very glad that. Am I glad? Yeah, I'm okay. I'm I'm glad that this this title got separated from Shuri, so we yes. can have some of this stuff. And yes, I know that there's like a billion other titles in Stardom. This uh, is like a mid card title though. Yes, like well, legitimately now. Well, I mean. The Wonder of Star. Wonder isn't mid card. Really? I would consider Wonder a mid card. No, it's very main event ish. Oh, well I, well, I would say like upper mid card is Wonder, lower mid card is SWA. I'll trust you, though. If no. you would disagree, then I'll trust you. There's a reason my you old. Fair enough. Fair enough. <laughs> uh, Goddess is a Io Shirai held it for like ever. The SWA? No, no, no. The uh, Wonder. Wonder. Yeah. Fair enough. Uh, the Goddesses of Stardom title match. This was, of course, Suzuki and Kagama defeating the team of Micah and Himika. Was Micah a bear in this match? No, she's no longer a bear. What? Yeah, she got rid of the spell. A very good match. Best match for me up until this point. Hmm. Um, I really just love both tag teams. And good action the whole way it was kind of the hameka show which was nice it every um, every every match that she's in feels like it's her her show yeah well it's weird with micah because micah also kind of has that feeling so they have to like make them both work um so she kind of took the step back this time and it worked they have to kogum also released german on hameka they have to Hameka both work. Oh my god. Moving on. No, no. No, get out of here. Get out of here. Make yourself get the collapse. Audience, get out of here. <laughs> Wonder of starting title match. Sayaka Matani defeats Unagi Sayaka. I'm very interested. How was this match? I Because on paper, you're looking at this match and thinking that this is a good sort of like... <laughs> Part of the pun, I guess, future of stardom uh, uh, sort of match here. Like, it definitely feels like a future world of stardom title match down the line. Didn't love the first half. Uh, A lot of people are very high on this match. Okay. Which I guess I can get, but but the first half was very uncoordinated, per se. They felt like they were a little off. Uh, The final... You know, the match probably went near 20 minutes or so. 1847. Okay, so. Good year. Yeah, probably the last eight. <laughs> probably the last eight minutes were the best part. Um, for an example, like I gave it a three. So. That's not as high as I would have expected, though. No, you, it, you wanted it to be higher. Um, yeah. I just think their chemistry is very weird. Okay, I guess they have I, a better than them someday. I hope. Yeah, they have they have time to figure it out. 
I think I, you're probably also on the low end. I mean, Cage Match gave it 7.72, which would be yeah. like a 3.86. Yeah, I was on the low end. A lot of people liked it way more than I did. Okay, okay. Well, then there's still hope for me yet, I guess, to enjoy this You'll match. probably be around where I was, if I had to guess. That's probably true. Um, World of Stardom title number one contendership match. Now, of course, this match was supposed to have Tam Nakano in it as well. And then be like a thing where like two winners win it. And what a way to work around that whole issue by making it a time limit draw, 30 minute time limit draw, Julia Mayu Iwatani. Match of the show, it looks like. Ryan. Yeah. Match of the year contender. Match of the year contender? You kidding me? Mayu had her boots on. (laughs) Uh, This was was, uh, vintage Mayu Iwatani. And Julia's, you know, been awesome since she came back. It was fantastic. Uh, to not boil too much of it, because I think it's better for you to kind of go into it just not knowing too much. Sure. Um, they just went, you know, they went balls to the wall. They made a negative into a positive, right? You know, you have the difficulty of Tam's out. Tam's not, Sam can't wrestle. So how do we better this? Uh, I liked their five-star match a lot from last year. That was really good. This was infinitely better for me. Like, they just hit every point. They had the early buildup where it was more Mayu dominating than Julia, which I thought was pretty interesting. And then about 12 after 12 minutes in boom they just went and this is when one of those times when 30 minute draws works all right you, know, you didn't want you didn't really want either one to win and now at stardom world climax night one shuri versus julia night two probably shuri versus mayu Iwatani. Can't get much bigger than those. <sighs> Gotta bring the heat. Talk about number three promotions in America. Yeah. They're yeah. number three in uh Japan right now. Talking about talking about fighting for that uh major promotion slot in the count out year end awards. Yeah, they're they <laughs> I think they got it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I you saw that speak I'm bringing it up here, but like the voice of wrestling match list came out. Which is a pretty reputable like year end match list. Oh, uh, I know. <laughs> yeah, um, you and I both voted in it. Um, Utami and Shuri, if I'm not mistaken, were number five five on that list. Highest Joshi match ever. And they've been they've been getting higher and higher every year, and then yeah. number five. I mean, I actually talked to Rich about it from Voices of Wrestling. Oh, we were scoop. talking about it. He <laughs> the was scoop. Like, he was like, it almost missed. Like, it was this close from missing top five. And he was like, I don't like to be so, like, I don't have like, um, you know, preferences or whatever, but he really wanted it to make top five. He's really happy it did. Yeah. And you know, I'm happy it did. Yeah. Well, it, it's because it's huge. It's a huge moment for American Joshi fans, probably Joshi. In the in the ability to get Joshi cross national or international, yeah. that it's a huge thing. 
Yep. It's a huge thing that is able to do that. Now, if we can maybe send some stardom wrestlers over, you know, a little bit to get some more American appeal, maybe, 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 who knows? Maybe. Do you think here, I'll ask this question. I'll ask this question because I don't know if it's been done. I don't know my stardom history at all, obviously. Do you think stardom could run a show in America? They did a U.S. tour. Did they do a U.S. tour? How did that? Well, that, was, that was a long time. That was ago. a long time ago. Do you think they could do a show? Like, you know, maybe not. You know, not a new band, New Japan Strong sort of thing, but just do like a I one-off California show. I think their smartest thing would be overall, not just them, but with New Japan, would they do a com- combined show? Mm. Do a L.A. place or yeah. somewhere in California. Or you even push New York or somewhere in the East Coast too. Doesn't really matter where. Start start California with Joshi. Yeah, right. Well, start California too because that's where their dojo is. Yeah, which makes everything easier. I think they would be really good to do a combined show. I definitely think Stardom could do a show. They just have to pick the right location. Yeah, I agree. Because you can't do like the middle of like Portland. I which, think. By the way. Miu, Yamashita, and Maki Ito are going to, middle going Portland. to Portland. <laughs> With potentially other people, I think, right? There's going to be like yeah. maybe one more person. On IWTV, I learned. Ooh. Prestige wrestling. Um, yeah, no, I, I think I think you're right in saying that like doing doing it with New Japan is the, the classic New Japan test run. But I guess it's not New yeah. Japan. It is uh, Bushi Road. But that would be like a great test run for those promotions. But that would be like that would have to be like Bushi Round being like, hey, we put that together, please. We're putting I want them to do what's called like Bushi World. And do like a massive show like that? Yeah, for bold promotions. Yeah. And like consider them equally for that show. Yeah. I think it's possible. I think they could do well, hmm. Cyber Fight does it. That's true. They do Cyber Festival. That's true. I think they could do. So it. I don't know why. I think there's Goofy enough road. I think there's enough like if they're doing stuff of Noah, I think they could do stuff of Stardom. I don't see why they don't do it. Well, I mean, seeing I, that I mean, under the same umbrella, that would also help. That would make it easier on everybody. Everyone makes money. Bushi would makes the money 100%. Yeah. Well, so. Stardom was the one positive in Bushi Road's business last year. That is true. So. So anyways, Julia, Mayu Itani, you're talking we're talking watch it. Match of the year contender. You like physical? You like a little storytelling? You like a little Mayu Yutani greatness? Two great wrestlers? Two great wrestlers? Yeah. Does yeah, anyone... Was on a shit. During this match, does anyone... Uh, Bleed? Yes. Does ooh, I was going to say, does anyone um, uh, come out in like a black leather motorcycle helmet and then spear Mayu through like a table? Can't say they did. Can't say they did. I don't know if it's a good good match then. That's fair. Uh, main event, World of Stardom <laughs> title match. Shuri versus Mirai. You've been hyping up Mirai to me for a little bit now and saying that she is better than her debut. Was this match better, uh, the best you've seen of Mirai in this promotion so far? Probably the best I've ever seen of Mirai. Yeah, that's what I'm saying, yeah. Overall, like, oh, of over- Stardom, oh, TJPW, doesn't matter. Okay. Uh, sink or swim. I've been saying that. That's what this was. 
This is your chance, Mirai. You're facing one of the best wrestlers in the world, the world champ, and you gotta you gotta live up to it. I thought she did. All right. You know, there were some parts where you're sitting there like, and you have to remember, Mariah's two years into her career. Two. That's all she's been wrestling. And there's some in this match like, okay, you know, she's still new to this. She's still learning. But she brought the fire. She brought the action. She was able to live with Shuri. And what they were able to push was that both of them got over. You know, Shuri gets the dominant win. But Mariah went 26 minutes with her. Yeah. She showed that fight to, you know, live there and stay. And long term, that means that she's going to get that shot again. And she's probably going to win eventually one of those two titles. Damn. I'm Now I'm, she can take it back. No, but like it's a wait, good thing. Wait, sorry. You're saying that you're you're think Barai could potentially win the World of Stardom title? Yeah. Wow. I really gotta yeah. watch this match. <laughs> you don't you don't put her into this match if you don't have confidence that she'll develop into that. Fair. You don't. Fair. Because she's too young into her career. You have you have to have a lot of confidence in her. Do I think she's doing it in the next year or two? Probably not. I think, you know, you have Someone in Micah that's yeah. ready to be that next person after Julia. Like, there's a lot of people that need to win these titles. I'm I'm fearful that Julia might never win it. Julia, she's winning it next. Yeah, she's winning this year. That might be true. No, there's still like their number one most favorite person in the whole wide world. It's not. No, well, that's incorrect. The number one most favorite person worldwide is uh, Tekla. Don't tell me that's wrong. You can't tell me that's wrong. It's Tekla. I can't tell you that's no, wrong. No, no. Worldwide? Worldwide, it's Tekla. Have you seen that gif? It's everywhere. <laughs> that's our show, everybody. Oh. Thank you so much for listening to Ring Post Radio. What was your match of the week? My match of the week uh, was Sammy Guevara versus Cody Rhodes. I was Real as original. I know. I'm very original. Uh, I wasn't as high as Dave Meltzer or many others, but I thought there was still a very good match. Um, I thought it was a a good singles ladder match. We have not seen a singles ladder match in a while, but it was not just a singles ladder match. It was a singles ladder match that did multi-man ladder spots, uh, which, you know, maybe could hurt. Have I've heard someone say that that sort of thing hurt the selling of the moves. I think it hurt the rest of the flow. Yeah, which I think goes into the selling a little bit as well, like the flow of the match. I felt like it should have been like a little longer, but it was already it's 22 minutes. They stretched the 25s, just sold for a little bit longer in some places. Maybe it would have got me there. I don't know. But it was a very good match. I very much enjoyed it. You can follow me on Twitter. at the hot Ryan potato. Nancy. What's that? I hate the hot potato. Well, it feels, like, it feels like this hot potatoing is, is going to be done for now. It's just going to be Sammy moving forward. Do they know he's not over like they want him to be? Yeah, I think so. Okay. Uh, because he's back uh, to cutting promos with cue cards. No, I mean, like, like legitimately. Like, yeah. he they had him cutting actual promos for a little bit, and now he's back doing cue cards. 
which is what got him over. Which got, which is what got him over. But it's also a huge handicap, and it won't get him any over any further because he can't cut a promo. I hope Hook wins. Yeah, there's a couple of people. There's a couple of people. I don't know who. Hook. Uh, but yeah, Hook. like I said, you can follow me on Twitter at Ryan IC, and I'll do the rest of the plugs after the show. Scotty. Oh yeah. Um, match of the week that wasn't Julia versus since I already talked about it. Takashi Sagira versus Goshiozaki. Yeah. Two meaty men slapping meats. What's better? Did what okay, I, I watched this match. Apparently Goshiozaki got injured. Uh, I think I, I saw I saw him in a hospital bed. No, that was from his previous surgery, I believe. Okay. I'll double check, I guess. I also got concerned when I saw that picture. I was like, what? Um, It'll wear a 5XL shirt. Was this the first match of that Goshiyazaki series? Yes. And he lost? Yes. Wasn't the point of it? a weird story. Yeah, I was like, wasn't the point of it that he had to win all four and get a title shot? Yeah. A very interesting story they're laying out here. I like it because I don't think they want him to become champion instantly again. Yeah. But he will. You but know. now he can feud with uh, Segura, so I think that's a good enough, oh, good enough for me. Hell yeah, good enough for Big me. Big men slapping meats. Yeah, they chop the shit out of each other. One, they have one shot in this. I like where I audibly almost levels of chopping. Yeah. Wait, what? Uh, follow me on wrestling. Goodbye. <laughs> uh, you can follow the show. Uh... You can follow the network at Countout Pod on Twitter. You got oh Scotty left the, Scotty left the call. He's he's gone forever. Uh, you can follow. Uh, you can listen to the show if you're watching this on Twitch or YouTube or Facebook or Twitter uh, on my desktop. I guess there's a little QR code bottom right of our, our video call where you can there's a QR code. You just pull up your phone to it. And it'll go directly to our uh, Red Circle page where you can listen to it on YouTube or or not YouTube, but uh, Spotify or or. or <laughs> <laughs> Apple Podcast. Well, not Spotify. They're canceled. I had to stand up for a second. Yeah. Got yeah. a cramp. That's a long podcast, baby. Thank you, everybody, for listening. Uh, f- subscribe to the show. We greatly appreciate it. Leave a five-star review. We hope you enjoyed it. We'll be back all ne- time next week for a... Four, four. What? Then you can leave a four-star review. No, no, no. Five stars just only. Don't give us, just don't give us a Cody Star, uh, Cody Rhodes special. That's three true. star. Don't give us a Cody Rhodes special. We'll be back next week to talk about something. I don't know. Yeah, who the hell, what are we talking about? <laughs> I don't know, man. I'm like, I'm pulling up my calendar right now because I'm like, I honestly have no clue. I think it's uh, have, uh, some fun next week. Uh, next week, there's a two GCW shows and a Beyond show. That's all so I have nothing. written down. <laughs> Got it. And then and then and then there's nothing happening till Impact No Surrender. I'm gonna have to write down new ma- things to figure out if there's anything we're missing. Probably missing something. I don't know. Maybe we'll, maybe we'll have a guest on. I don't know. Don't hold your breath on that one. <laughs> Goodbye, everybody. Have a good day. This has been a Countout Podcast. 
BetMGM has an unreal deal for sports fans in Virginia. Turn $5 into $150 instantly when you place your first wager at BetMGM. Simply download the BetMGM app and sign up using code CHAMPION150. Then, place a $5 wager on any sport. You'll receive $150 in bonus bets, regardless of your wager's outcome. And if you think the fun stops there, the king of sportsbooks has plenty of surprises in store. Check out daily promotions, same game parlays, live bets, and so much more. Download the app in Virginia today and get $150 in bonus bets instantly from your first wager only at BetMGM. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. 21 plus only. Virginia only. New customer offer. Subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotional offer not available in Washington, D.C.